The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dwayne is awesome. You know what else is awesome? Dwayne the red lights. Awesome. The red light is on, so you know what that means. It's showtime. Tonight, we are back, good brothers, and we are just a few weeks out of the 2024 Royal Rumble. And tonight, we have to figure out who's going to win the Royal Rumble. That's right. We're not waiting until the preview show. We're not waiting until special appearances or stuff during the week. We are going to tackle this today. We need to finally get down to it. We have so many contenders coming from the left. They're coming from the right. But tonight, the Rustin Rum is going to discuss who exactly will win the Royal Rumble. Not to mention, we have to talk about TNA's Hard to Kill and their largest gate in TNA history since they've gone back to live events, as well as Dolph Ziggler, Nick Nina showing up in TNA, and so much more. All that and more. Right after this, because guess what, brothers? It's time. It's time. It's Vader time. Houston, we have a problem. Yes! Wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our Wrestling Realm content anytime on YouTube.com slash Wrestling Realm. Follow us on all media platforms, Instagram, Thread, X, Facebook, at Wrestling Realm. Like, and subscribe, and engage in the conversation with us. You can also download all of our audio content on Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can watch us and subscribe to our Twitch channel at The Wrestling Realm. We are in the building, and guess what? I am your host, the big man, the realness himself, the real Dwayne Allen. In the building, he is your host, Brother Hugh has the third, H to A to the S, T to the H to the E, 3 to the R, to the D. He is your host, the belt king, the guy, Brandon, the guy, guy, in the building tonight for the Wrestling Realm Now, Wrestling Realm now podcast, and soon to join us. Hollywood! <laughs> Brian H. Waters, 
in the building tonight for a very special episode of the Wrestling Realm Now podcast. But guess what, though? You know what makes this really, really special? It makes it so special that if you're looking for advertising opportunities, please contact us at the Wrestling Realm at gmail.com. That's right. You can email us at wrestlingrealm at gmail.com with a subject line saying advertise, and we will reach out to you with further details. So if you want to promote your business, you want to promote your show, you want to be a part of us and what we do here, please email us and we will be happy to work together to help promote your business or you can advertise with us here at the Wrestling Realm. But guess what? We're also advertising our merchandise. Yes, so for all Wrestling Realm merchandise, you can shop now at WrestlingRealm.com. That's right. So if you're looking for anything that resembles fresh, that resembles T-shirts, that resembles hoodies, mugs, and more, that resembles superior wrestling internet, that resembles a proud wrestling fan, head over to WrestlingRealm.com. That's right. We have hoodies, T-shirts, mugs, more for all our wrestling room now merchandise and pretty soon we'll be doing live unboxings of all the merchandise that we have available at wrestlingrealm.com just to give people an opportunity to see what we have see what we've designed and uh you know if you want to support the brand just like us so head over to wrestlingrealm.com if you want to support us by our merchandise t-shirts hoodies mugs merchandise and more now and more or just more and, and no more. and more trust me okay there's always more we we have a lot we've uh we've added jackets we've added uh we have a lot of different things. Uh, we're trying to work on hats and some things that we're trying to get involved. But yes, we will be, uh, like I said, doing some live unboxings so people can get a, you know, a uh, up close and personal look at some of our merchandise that we have at WrestlingRealm.com. But listen, we're, we're in a playoff run. And if you are looking to purchase tickets to live concerts, live shows, sporting events, and more, and most importantly, the Ravens playoff run. Head over to SeatGeek.com. You can use promo code WrestlingRoom for any one time of purchase of $50 or more. And with today's prices and inflation, most likely if you buy more than one ticket, you are going to be paying over $50. Do yourself a favor. Use promo code WrestlingRoom. If you use this code one time, guess what? Sign up with a different email. You can use it again. So we're here to help. We've partnered with SeatGeek, and they have given us our own promo code. So we're here to help you all save some money on your tickets for any concerts, live shows, and or more. SeatGeek.com using promo code Wrestling Realm, all caps, one word. SeatGeek.com promo code Wrestling Realm. Now, with all that being said, we have a Patreon channel. That's right. For all exclusive shows and bonus material, subscribe to our Patreon channel. You can subscribe for just as low as $1. We have low tiers, we have high tiers. We are working on many different exclusive content for our Patreon. Uh, the wrestling realm is, 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 in, is in a crazy transition right now with championship culture. Brian Age starts realness reacts. We're expanding the brand. We're growing. And uh, we, we have to find a place to put all the things that we probably can't say on the air or things that we just don't have time to get into. All the exclusive stories and things you guys would love to see, including our blooper reel. That's right. We do have a blooper reel. So we don't always take things completely seriously. But patreon.com slash the wrestling underscore realm. Please don't forget the underscore. For all exclusive shows, bonus material. We'll be making some announcements soon in the future about just some of the content that will be available. So we, you know, you have a better idea of what you're getting for the price that you uh the price we're asking for and the money that you pay for. So yes, once again, patreon.com slash the wrestling underscore realm for exclusive shows and bonus material. Hey, look, it's Brian H. Brian H is here. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Give it up for Brian H. Waters. Brian H. Waters coming off an uh, anniversary today. Isn't that right, Brian H.? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What a day. 
Congratulations to Brian H. And Wednesdays mm-hmm. Worldwide on the Ringer Wrestling Show. They are celebrating their, what is, how, was it, is it one year? Yeah, one year um, after a few dark matches, uh, which was our, uh, we redeemed our pre-shows while we was getting ready. I think we had about eight episodes of those that didn't air. But yeah, a week ago, a year ago, today, we dropped the first episode of Wednesday Worldwide. So congratulations to you, sir. All the all the work that you uh, it that you like it's been that long. A year went fast, real fast. It don't seem like it was that long. A year went fast, real fast. No, yeah, yeah, there's there's a there's a lot that's that's gone on as far as a year is concerned, and we'll definitely um we'll get into one of those things which are very very important to us. But um, usually what's also important to us is this is around the time where we start to advertise the newest. The latest, the expanding, rising show of the year. Championship culture. Presented by the Wrestling Realm. Brother Hugh, Brandon, the guy, guy have been working diligently on championship culture season two. If you have missed the first 25 episodes, please head to YouTube.com slash the Wrestling Realm under the playlist championship culture, where you can see the genesis, the beginning of the, the, the biggest, the baddest, the newest show a part of the wrestling room. I let these guys talk about it enough, but this is my chance to kind of put my two cents in. They are gearing up for season two. And it's an official announcement tour. There it is right there. Bang. January 23rd, season two. Every belt has a story. Um, man, I've, I've, I've been watching things from, from a backseat to see what's been going on with championship culture. They are loading up for season two. With that being said, this is the point where Brother Brandon, Brother Hugh, you guys want to give two cents about season two. What we what can we expect? We have a date officially, 123. You give the people some information about what's going to happen. What can we look forward to for season two of championship culture? Let them have it, go. Brandon. Every time I do this, Brian, they, sit there, they make their face. And you don't want to say anything. I start talking, he's going to give me a look. And you know what's going to happen. He's going to give me a I look. He's going to say, I don't give it too much. But I'm here to tell you that next Tuesday, Mm-hmm. Live on youtube.com slash the restaurant and probably streaming on X and probably Twitch. And if we can get mm-hmm. Facebook Live going, Instagram Live, it'll be there as well. But the yep. six foot 12, Dwayne Richard Allen has decided <laughs> to take <laughs> over. Cool uncle named Richard. <laughs> Bro. That was a that's uncle Richard will be proud. Oh, well, that's, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. See, I just felt Richard in my soul today. Dwayne Richard Allen is going to um, take over the first episode of season two of Championship Culture. Not to be confused with five of his creative freedom that he has for season two, but he decided, since he has so much fun taking over last week, um, hey, you, do, we, do we want to give him an exclusive to get him going? Why not? Why not? All right, well, let's, let's take a look at this. This is... Um, a wrestling room exclusive you brought to you by like a VR trooper. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm gonna say is uh hit the graphic, brother here. Let, let, let the people see what episode one of season two is gonna entail. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who no. can't see, the title is consent is called Finishing the Story. The championship culture edition. So when you look at this picture, you'll see myself looking at the intergalactic belt. You'll see Hugh biting his um <laughs> cosmic championship 
And then you see Brother Dwayne looking at the camera at his V2. Too cool. I, I wonder what's going to happen when he finishes. I don't even say he, but when we finish it, the story on mm. episode one of season two. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, if you look back at the other episodes in the restaurant, some things went down. And it started off, but it left you with the, hmm, what's next? But when I tell you, you do not want to miss this part of finishing the story. Um, it has a lot of twists. It has a lot of turns. It has a lot of ups. It has a lot of downs. It definitely got a lot of double turns. Mm-hmm. It's got some rate. left, some rights. Some ABC shit, shit. star. For all those Sega Genesis fans out there, all I'm going to say is this um, This will be an episode to see. And if you see it live, um, you will definitely, definitely not be let down. Did I miss anything here? Nah, should we drop that teaser though? They've seen it before, but we'll yeah. drop it again. That's okay, good. go ahead. Oh. Bell time. Waiting on these championship culture boys. We out here in the hood. Waiting these championship culture boys to come and uh drop off this uh, ECW television championship. So yeah, wait for brother Brand to pull up so we could uh do this little exchange. So you never know what championship culture got. They always pulling some type of shenanigans. So we'll see what happens. These dudes coming up the street? No, I don't see him just yet. Is this him right here? I think I think we got action. Yep. Here we go. I think they just pulled up. What's up, brother? What's up, brother Hugh? What are you doing? Why do you have the what you call it out? Nah, nope. I got tricked up like a police, bro. <laughs> nah, y'all up to something, bro. I'm not. I'm really not. What's up, brother? You? What's going on? Listen. Didn't say you was coming, man. What's going on? I'm coming with a... <laughs> What's up? <laughs> How you doing, brother? Yeah. Oh. So brother, you said. I want a peace offer, but I brought, I brought you a, a belt. Will you stop recording me? Right nah. <laughs> nah. With a peace offer. Look at these listen, guys. First of all, we in the hood. Like, what is this? a buttock shit. Listen, I'm coming with a peace offering. Yeah. And this is the belt, I promise you. But I brought you the belt bag, too, because I know how you are. That's crazy. <laughs> Every time I watch that clip, man, it's funny because Brian H., you were supposed to be there. It's crazy. It's I can't wait to finish telling Every the story. Time. Um like, you're you supposed to be there. You yeah. um, so is a story. And if you've been paying attention to the wrestling round, you um had a belt in the background, and the way you made it known was like, Oh wow. Oh, look at that. <laughs> so of course to make things right, that's why I had to take the television title to him. But wait, there's more. That's all I'm gonna say, because that was actually pretty funny. Uh, let me make sure you, you ain't got nothing in the background, do you? Let me see what you got. Is, is that your um, ROH? Nah. Okay, right here. Yeah, that's the ROH. Okay, got a couple t shirts back there. We have merch back here, baby. Merch championship culture always up to something. Yes, sir. Season, yes, sir. season two. I, just, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, this one will be um, a good start to the season. That's all I'm going to say. 
I can't wait till next Tuesday, eight o'clock, when we go live to finish this story. No, it's definitely gonna be a story. <sighs> um, like I said, uh, if you want to catch up on season one, youtube.com slash the wrestling realm playlist championship culture. Trust me, if you want to get educated on championships, championship belts, replicas, belt makers, custom titles, all that and more. Trust me, championship culture is the place that, where you want to be. So uh, once again, youtube.com slash the wrestling room championship culture season two. Once again, um, coming soon. I just like I love keep planning out draw as a teaser. So like I said, if you're listening to it, you just have to check it out. But if you want to watch it, here it goes. Boom. So there you have it. With that being said, I ladies and gentlemen, what's that bird for? No, I just, just there you go. Just, I don't know. Eagle. I just, no, he just I can't. Like an eagle. You can't talk to an X Men fan, a combo guy, and ask about a phoenix. <laughs> not it's okay. That's why they laughed. Um, as much as we're having a good time, and we talked about uh, it's been a year already. It's also my, my fault. Year. My fault. My fault. I mean, real quick, but can I give a shout out to brother guy? Brother guy's been doing a phenomenal job. He's been hot right now, uh, designing belts. Um, we have a happy customer who uh, basically recorded himself and just gave us a shout out. Um, we'll play that <laughs> nice. real quick. I'll admit I'm oh. not up on all the trends, and I'm also kind of old school. So in the world of wrestling, it's like Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior, you know, Randy Savage. Like that's my era. So I, I don't know like all the new guys or whatever. But here's what I do know. But now I'm the undisputed intercontinental heavyweight champion of the world. Thank you for the gift, Maurice. This one, championship style. Now, Maurice is the young man who reached out to us and um, got that as a gift for his friend. Um, but Brother Brandon, the guy guy, put all his marbles into this and, and <laughs> the little bit of marbles that he had. But uh, yeah, he. he oh. Bro. Did his thing, designed a nice, beautiful belt, did a great thing for someone, and he loves it. So uh, shout out to Maurice, shout out to Sunseer. You can follow him at Sunseer. He's the author of all that good stuff. Check him out, check him out. Follow Championship Culture, he's a great friend of the uh, of the brand. So just shout out to uh brother brother guy real quick. Definitely like to give him his flowers. I like to give him his flowers every once in a while. Because I do I, I stay on his butt all the time, so yeah, you gotta guys, say something nice about him. I thought I was hard on people. Goodness gracious, yes. For you to be his producer, the championship culture. Right. But definitely, shout out to you, sir, or brother Brandon. You have been designing like crazy. There's a lot to get into. Like I said, season two of championship culture is going to be nuts. Just, just how you kind of just delve into just the creation and the creative side of creating championships. But uh, this, a lot of this won't be possible without you. So we appreciate you, brother. Shout out to you. You, um, you made that video. Yeah, he, he huh? had to. He had to modify it. You made yeah. that video? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's dope. Look at you. Yeah, yeah brother, he's been in his bag. He's been in his biggie bag. Like, he's been, mm -hmm. he been on one. Getting it in. I know he was ready for a podcast gasm tonight, but that's a video gasm. Oh, right trust there. me. We we got to figure this out. Can you believe we're going to be talking about Dolph Ziggler two weeks in a row? Bro, like, I know, right? No, it's, it's, it's crazy. Is, all I'm going to say is every belt has a story. I'm starting to feel like every graphic has a story because... He be putting his tools in these graphics. I'm not oh, doing them. Don't about these things. I'm not. I'm, I'm not doing the them anymore. Big right toe. 
The one with all the toe jam. Yeah, that's yeah, wild. Y'all got it. Y'all take care of social from now on. I'm, I'm chilling. He, I'm just showing up. He, he, that's all he <laughs> Bro. No, I'm I saw y'all cooking. Don't ask me anything else. He sent me something and be like, what you think about this? All right, slide this to the left, to the right. Boom, done. But yep. I sent him a video. He like, no, you need this. No, you need it. Like, I, he was the intro finished, but we still got to tweak some things. Uh, we're going to tweak it. But we do okay, have a, so a clip of that, like too. You want, you want, you want, you want to drop like that? Version, I don't know. We might. We can't take over all of this show. It's 20 minutes in. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Did Dwayne already see it? I don't think I saw it. I don't see the ex- I don't think I saw the actual intro to the show. Do you guys have an intro to Chantrip Culture? Uh, we have a sneak peek. I want to see it. Yeah, I want to. I want to catch it when it's live. Well, it's it's like, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No, no, I just said, No, I don't want to say so loud. This, you guys are so considerate. Good gosh, right? He was saying, No, he was saying anyway. He was a jerk. That's what that smart comic you made earlier. That's all right. I got it. I heard you. Season two, which one? Oh, we'll talk about it later. Right, we are. Appreciate the love in the comments. Thank you, everybody. Um, oh, oh shoot. Look. All right, we didn't look acknowledge the comments. Yeah, please, because there's some things coming. Um, I see some people in the chat. You you gonna you wanna pay attention to that, um, brother? Um, Richard I'm Allen. Brother Brandon's number one. Um, bro, I can't even keep up, yo. I just said, like I said, you got to put everything for evidence. I don't blame, brother. Look, I'm with you, Dylan. <laughs> Sorry, we apologize for not addressing the audience. You guys are with us. Like I said, you guys are a huge part of the show, but we want to acknowledge everyone who is in the chat right now. Thank you for being a part of the show. Trust me, stick around. It's going to be one of those fire ones. We want to hear everybody's opinion because tonight we are going to discuss who is going to win the Royal Rumble. We're going guns a-blazing. We're not holding anything back. We're going to figure it out tonight before everybody starts doing a Royal Rumble preview shows. We have to get to the bottom of this tonight. Now, whenever you watch this, but with that being said, it's been a year since we uh we lost the legend, um since we lost Jamin, since we lost Jay Briscoe, uh, it's it's crazy that it's been a year snuck up on us, man. But he was someone that we worked with. He we he was someone that treated us like, you know, more than colleagues. He treated us like family. That's how him and his brother have always treated anybody that's had the opportunity to work with them both. So. For those who are listening, for those who are watching, excuse the dead air for a moment, but we would just like to take a moment of silence to acknowledge our brother, uh, the great, the late, the great Jay Briscoe.
we thank you all. We thank you for your patience and allowing us to have that moment. But um, shout out to Jay Briscoe. Shout out to Mark Briscoe. Shout out to Jay Briscoe's daughters who have overcome a lot of um, traumatic experience and is, um, you know, on a very, very, very great and healthy road to recovery. Um, so much love to his family, to his his um, his widow and his children who are who are survived by him. So. Like I said, it, we'd be remiss if, if, if anybody, if we didn't celebrate or talk about, just take a moment to acknowledge, um, you know, it's been a year since the passing of, uh, like I said, late, great Jay Briscoe. Shout out to uh, AEW Jazz, where is in the Ring of Honor vault, AW vault for commemorating the Briscoes and a new Briscoe Brothers two-pack, which I will be uh, getting my fingers on sometime in 2024. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Brian H., ring the bell. And there it is. I'm not sure if you all heard it, but the bell has rung and the show must begin. Thank you all for joining us. Please keep your opinions like, listen, put them, put them on your fingertips and get ready to throw them at the screen. It's because tonight we have a lot to get into. But first, good brothers, what did you guys watch this week? If you those don't know it, we have a segment called What Did You Watch? Every week it can be sponsored by you if you want to contact us at rustinrealm.gmail.com where we sit back and we discuss what we got into this week to keep our minds fresh and prepared for this show. So let's start there. Gentlemen, what did you watch? Brian H., you want to go first, good brother? We missed you uh, last week. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, thank you. I didn't thank miss you. See, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. I felt like me being, I felt like that moment was going to happen. But Brian H., go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> brother, he's just, he's just... His he has that hat and that shirt on. It's just like <laughs> these, uh, these championship culture guys never let you live. They 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 was on one last week. This is shenanigans out of oh, control. I saw. I, I saw I'm trying, I'm trying to get back in order. Like I'm trying to behave myself. Get these, yeah, yeah, I'm you know. quiet. I'm quiet. Yeah, this is what happens. You give these Dave a show. You you, you know let them have, they do a takeover. They don't know how to act. Yeah, um, they've been unleashed. <laughs> the takeover was televised. <laughs> Wow. Uh, but yeah, this week, um, actually, you know, it's Royal Rumble season. Um, oh, shout yeah. out to my co-host, uh, Cal from Wednesday Worldwide, also the senior editor for The Ringer. Shout out to him and Ben. Um, yeah, I'm working on the Royal Rumble mixtape. So some of the world championship matches that's happened in the Royal Rumble. So that's the next article looking to drop next Thursday ahead of the Rumble. So yeah. I've watched a few of those matches. And one that I really enjoyed, spoiler alert, that will be on there, Bret Hart versus Diesel, 1995. Um, Yeah, the beginning of 95. uh, Obviously, y'all know, you remember that one, the Royal Rumble with Lawrence Taylor pushed Bam Bam Bigelow and pushed him to the main event of WrestleMania, something probably never thought we would see. But, um, you know, I did a lot of Royal Rumble watching between that. And right now I have the Royal Rumble, I'll say this, and see what y'all think that a lot of people deem their favorite Royal Rumble matchup, and I'll let y'all take a guess at that. Hmm. Let me think. See, I freeze up in moments like this. What do you guys think? <laughs> I wouldn't expect Brother Brandon to say it. Royal Rumble match. I don't. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I hate. I hate when people ask me stuff. I'm like, I can't. What? 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 what, what Cena made his triumphant return after only being out for like a day or two from the horn. <laughs> Cena made his triumph. No, return. no it's not that way. <laughs> when when, when the over. No, no, a uh, 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 dear favorite rumble, the ninety two. Oh. Oh, Dylan okay. said it in the comments. 
Yeah, I was looking at the yeah, yep, that's it, Dylan. The 92 Rumble. A lot of people, you know, you hear a lot of the old school guys talk about it as their favorite, or a lot of 80s babies. You know, I know I reason why I made the joke with brother Brandon because brother Brandon tends to lean more towards the ruthless aggression as opposed mm-hmm. to the golden era of wrestling. Um you know, but yeah, that's the one. But I that didn't have that cool graphic. That's that one that looked like a comic book, didn't it? Yep, it, it sure that's did. That's that one. That's that. I remember. That's the the cool. Rumble. And you know what the crazy but, part about it is? What's that? They told they told Bret Hart stay home. Hmm. Did they really? They, 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 Bret Hart stayed home. They didn't have nothing for him. And they remember, they took the title off of him to put it on the Monty, and then Piper won the title that night. That's when Bret fought Piper at WrestleMania eight. But you look at this Royal Rumble. I mean, you you talking everybody, Hogan, Piper, Savage, Flair. Kerry is that, what Flair, that was his first one, right? Yep, that's the one Flair won. The first this one. is the first one that was for the WWE title. The next year, yep. 93, yep. was the first one that would create the stipulation that we know now where the winner gets the title shot. Okay. Because I always get those mixed up in the early 90s because I'm like, was that the first, first one or the second one? Because I can remember the second one is when he put his title up or that's what it was for. I couldn't remember which one it was, but that was when he yeah. won the title. He was only in this one because 90, was yeah, he was 93. He had just got fired off of uh, Raw. He lost the Loser Leaves Town match like the week or two before. Why did I think he was in enough? Wait a minute. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, he wouldn't have been. If, if he was, yeah, I feel like he got, because I remember what? that Raw, it was the second episode of Raw. Yeah, he lost the Loser Leaves WWE match to Mr. Perfect. Okay, but yeah, so um, and it is funny because now here comes Sid. Uh, this one he was Sid Justice coming to the ring. Uh, which I also watched trunks on. Was he wearing you know it? He was wearing the blue trunks with the flowy hair. But Mm -hmm. I watched his match with HBK also in San Antonio. All right, I'm not a fan of Alamo (laughs) Dome. No, I didn't like that role. That's anyway. Uh, shout out to Brian. He's always uh, keeping us astute with the history of professional wrestling. Uh, one of the greatest things he's always done. he's always been the Schwabby of professional wrestling. Remember that show, Stump the Schwab? Yeah, so, uh, he, that, that's Brian's for professional wrestling. What about you, brother Hugh? What did you watch this week? Yo, you know he watched. You already know what I watched. <laughs> yes, sir. He was here to show the world. Yeah. You know, we're going we're gonna to get into that a little bit later. So That's why I had to put it on the Instagram song. I did that no, just it, for you. Cool. It was perfect. No, that, that made perfect sense, though. I, I expected Brother Hugh to watch plenty of Dolph Ziggler stuff, but I'm not even going to let him get started. Brother Brandon, <laughs> what did you watch this week, sir? So in order to know, well, I started with one thing, but then tonight. The um, rabbit hole. No, I didn't go down the rabbit hole, but they're going to send me down a rabbit hole. Thanks, Uh-oh. man, up at um, Bells and Belts for their show tonight. It oh, was okay. um, the NWJP. Um, Japan show part two. And it's Great actually crazy because when I say it gave you a lot of like Ben broke down the triple crown belt. Mm-hmm. Um, they broke down like the top federations in New Japan, who owns them, you know, the male and female counterpart. When I tell you it was like I said I had to stop everything I was doing was just like this. And just mm-hmm. listening and watching, and it was insane. And I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm gonna see if the way because you 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 know a little bit about this um strong style. What's the mm. other style that Japan is known about? They are known for its strong style, and they have a very good death matches. Nope, King Road style. But if you want to learn more about that, check out Bells and hmm. Belts on YouTube, 
and it's the New Japan part two. And if you know anything about Ben Walker, he is New Japan Ichiban strong. Like he is. Oh, if I you want to say anything about that? Yeah, I'm. T- when I tell you, I was sitting there, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. And it was like their strong style is a prequel to like MMA. So it was yeah. when I say informative, I was like, <clears throat> oh, because you know we all became well, not we, but you know when I became a fan, it was like. The Shinsuke Nakamura era, TNA doing things with them. Like we that, knew about them in WCW, WWE, but we really didn't. I didn't. I'm going to say that I really didn't pay attention to them until they started ROH. And, you know, a lot of things yeah. that ROH does comes from New Japan, like the Ribbons yeah. in the Ring, the Honor Club. But they went yeah. into a whole big hit. When I say these guys did an awesome job, it was like, uh oh. Okay, what's next? What's next? It was just mm. really good. So. I appreciate that. So if you get a chance, Bells and Belts on YouTube, follow them. Um, every Wednesday they do a show. It's kind of like I feel like we're like back in the day. It's like an 8 o'clock time slot and then a 10 o'clock time slot. They yeah. um, kick off the night for us. So thank you guys for that. No, that's pretty cool. Um, all right. No, I got I to gotta check that out. That sounds like something that's in my wheelhouse. So yeah, yeah. you see about King Road style, I was like, I've never heard of that until now. Yeah, but- I've just known about death matches kind of leading into what would we saw in the states as hardcore wrestling without the pop mm-hmm. culture uh but yeah you know that's that's the that's actually had my attention and uh so yeah i got into a bunch of um sorry brother Hugh, Dolph ziggler previous matches i was watching all the matches where he wore white boots yes, um, as did the wrestling realm is officially going to launch a campaign to bring, bring back the white boots campaign for Dolph ziggler we we love the fact that Nick Nemeth is doing his own thing, but we we tired of seeing the wrestling shoot. We want to see the white boots become be, be who you who you used to be and be better than that. But we need the white boots. That's more on that later. But we'll get into that later. We'll get into that uh, at a moment's notice. But let's start the show, fellas. The first thing on our agenda is there's a lot there's a lot happening. It's it's we're in January. Wrestling is getting ready to transition, and they're setting the table for the biggest event of the year. But a lot of a lot happens as soon as the year turns. And it's no different for most promotions around the world. This is an excellent time to be a professional wrestling fan, a proud wrestling fan. And we are going to go once again. We're going to go back to Japan real quick. It's because something happened at an event that I didn't think we would see. Actually, a New Japan Strong event. Somebody showed up. And they made a statement, a statement that I'm not really sure what that statement is or if it was planned or what. But guess what? We are the wrestling realm. We are going to talk about it. Bang. First of all, what in the world? Jack Perry, he's not even, he n- no Jungle Boy fashion. Jack Perry shows up in New Japan. And not only does he show up in New Japan after the match, he attacks, um, I'm sorry, I, f- I literally just forgot his name just that quickly. But he attacks him, and then he he pulls out a contract. And on that contract, it literally said A-E-W. And he rips it in half. And visibly mm-hmm. on his arm, he is wearing an armband that literally says scapegoat. What in the world is going on? My first question is, this is too good to be a storyline because usually... AEW <laughs> messes this these type of things up. So I'm saying to myself, yo, here? what's going on? Jack Kershaw <laughs> up in New Japan. So funny, mm-hmm. with, with, listen to me. With an obviously seen serious demeanor. If you look at his face, you look at his beard, and I'm like, 
this is what Brian H was talking about a long time ago. Like, bro, we need to see this version of whoever this person is. And it looks like he he has a statement or something to say. And I think he made that statement. Good brothers. We He's are still no longer George of the Jungle. Jack Perry shows up in New Japan and rips up his AEW contract. What in the world is going on? Brian H, talk to the people. What's going on with Jack Perry? And what the heck is he doing in New Japan ripping up an ADW contract? Look, man, I'm here for it. I don't know if he low-key got punished or maybe he felt, you know, he didn't do nothing wrong. But shoot, by any means, sometimes you can be in a shoot and then you find out the best work for you. And I have mm-hmm. been saying I did not get, didn't understand it, did not like nothing about Jungle Boy. For that moment. Pop. Yep, exactly. He came out and cut that promo. And he became Luke Perry or Jack Perry. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm here for it. And now to see this, he's got my attention. Mm. You know, and... Man, you, you said something key. Like, yo, it's too good to be written by them. There's no um, way in the world. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I, I mean, maybe right. maybe AI wrote it. Maybe they hit it in chat GPT. Um, because that's the only thing that's gonna save AEW storylines right now and ring of honors. But <laughs> this true. this is this is good, man. And I'm excited for it. I, I I tell you, like I was listening to uh the homie Chris Van Vliet earlier mm-hmm. when he had Lexus King on there and a lot of the stuff is, you know, that reinvention, yeah. you know, and and now when you see these wrestlers and these superstars reinventing themselves, it's it's good and it's, it shows you where the business is today because the like we we talked about it here, we're mm-hmm. in a serious boom period, probably the best boom period we've been in in our adult lives. And like, yeah, heck yeah, you know, and I like this for him because now going over there. I'm I'm interested, you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. I want to see what's going to happen. So yeah, I don't know if this is a, sto- a gimmick or not, a storyline, but shoot, it's got my attention. That's what it's supposed to do. Let's ask Brother Hugh. Has a third? Is 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 Jack Perry under contract to AEW right now? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Or is is this one just one big ruse because we have these wrestling partnerships, and because New Japan has wrestling partners with TNA, and they have uh, wrestling partners with AEW. This is all in one big boat because of i mean what's what's going on are you buying this is he is he is he really do you think he's done with AEW? has he officially ripped up his contract is he is he like foregoing his suspension saying i quit and work working for another promotion outside the states what's going on is this for real this this is gonna hurt me but um Uh-oh. <laughs> you don't start making be... statements like that brother hugh <laughs> but um i'm gonna give AEW the benefit of the doubt no come on that. not you hey hey I'm going to put a little bit of faith in them right now and say, look, this is part of this, their, their master storyline. I feel like, yeah, I feel like <laughs> they're going <laughs> to, it's all a ruse. He's going to wow. come back somehow. Um, he's going to, I feel like it's going to be some sort of like invasion angle. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's wild. Wow. Okay. Is I like Dylan? this one. Dylan? Is that Dylan? Definitely Dylan. <laughs> Definitely, oh, you know Sorry. it. <laughs> Put it out there. Put it out there. Somebody entertain Dylan so he don't get to um, take it off the screen. Dylan, just keep fact checking stuff. <laughs> Give right we, Dylan we right love on it. Facts. We love oh, it. I need to find that shirt again though too. Yo, you definitely had it. You had it in pink. Off. I had the pink one. Yeah. Yo, he I, had need, I need to find them all. He matched it with the shoes too. 
rocking that yeah, Oreo game. He definitely had the shoes and the socks to go with the fit. That yeah, yeah, Dolph Ziggler. That's when I knew he was in love with Dolph. It was the Jordan 11s. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> South Beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for sure. I'm hoping that they, they can spin it off into some sort of like invasion angle or he comes back and just, I don't know, it makes a, it makes a real impact in, um, in the AEW. Okay. I'm, I'm just hoping. I'm hoping. I'm praying. Okay, so so you're taking a positive outlook outlook when it comes yeah. to uh, this. Let's ask Brother yeah. Brandon. You you you, we, you just okay. finished watching um, Bells and Belts, and they talked about uh, extensively New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan isn't necessarily always known extensively for their storylines, right? Their the storylines usually um, they usually start in the ring somewhere, and then they evolve based off the competition outside of like the bullet club, which is kind of like anti-Japanese wrestling culture. And they were kind of counterculture. And it's same thing with um, the original creation of, of what they consider the NWO. The whole point of that faction was to create a counterculture against traditional, you know, Japanese style professional wrestling. Are we seeing the same thing here? Is this for real? Or, or, or is this once again, is this AEW's attempts to try to make uh make lemonade out of uh, a bag of lemons mm-hmm. are you buying this jack perry is he is he really like it is he the scapegoat of the situation like what, what what's your take on jack perry showing up in new japan and ripping up his aw contract is this storyline or is this real so part of me want to agree with you hmm. but the other part of me wants to agree with uh jack daddy um hollywood because on bells and bells they actually made reference and it was kind of close to what you were saying hmm. before how new japan always has they take that person and make them into the star. Like Finn sure, left, yeah. they had AJ there, but then Kenny Omega came in. And when mm-hmm. AJ left, Kenny Omega slid in. When Kenny Omega was on his way out the door, Jay White was there. Mm-hmm. So we've seen that a mass exodus. Yeah. Like you got a David Finley there. And now who else do you have really from the States that's actually the next person? Now, remember last week I said, oh, this is good for Dolph to be there because he doesn't have to go towards the world title. And remember, I stated Dolph going to TNA, he would have to go right to the world title. Lo and behold, look what happened on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to New Japan, it's interesting to see. I hope he's done with AEW because this could be the next thing that we talk about. Now, am I saying he's going to be a Jay White or a Kenny Omega level talent? I'm saying I don't know because did we know that Jay White and Kenny Omega once New Japan got their grip on them, they were going to become what they did. No. Because remember, Jay White was a whole different character when he started New Japan and they gave him that Switchblade character. He was a young lion. You know, he did excursion yeah. in Ring of Honor. And remember, he when he became the Switchblade, it was like a whole different person. Yeah, complete. That's how it was with Shinsuke Nakamura. That's how it was with uh, um, with Okada. But the difference is they're homegrown. These are people that, that yeah, came true. in. Yeah. So that's the thing that I'm interested to see because remember, certain people have came over there really Tried to get a new Japan rub, but got pulled away for other things. But this, like who? Um, Drop names. Jonah. Ooh, big Jonah. Sorry. You know, like, yeah, exactly. You see what I mean? So it's like always those people that kind of like transition. And look at you guys. The Good Brothers became the Good Brothers there, and it was like they were good before, but it was like, oh man, once New Japan got a hold of them, it made you pay attention to them. Yeah. Of when course. they were able to put that uh, into them, so. Jack Perry and AEW, I hope it's done. And I hope yeah. that if this is going to be a forbidden door match, that it's him versus somebody at AEW, please let it be just a New Japan. But a part of me kind of think that 
Tony Khan might be like, oh, what if we do this? Hey, holding on to this partnership or something. <laughs> but I hope not because he didn't tweet about it. That's why I think it is he still got his hands in it because you know he likes to rant like a little kid when things don't go his way. But he was very quiet about this when he ripped up the contract. He didn't tweet anything. No, yeah. I was I was shocked. I'm telling you, listen, I, there's to be a wrestling fan right now and to have so many promotions where guys can work where we are familiar with so much talent like it's at one point it was like wwe and aw but there's 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 room now like there's the powers that be are making their play when it comes to professional wrestling and getting some serious talent but only time will tell we'll, we'll keep our eyes on this whole situation with jack perry showing up in a, a in a new japan pro wrestling uh, at that new japan strong event with ripping up his aw contract with a, a arm bandit scapegoat but we got to move on to another guy who has been, first of all, we need to figure out where what's the deal with him and where is he signed to? He has been all over the place. Last week we sat and we talked about the return of Nick Neiman, the, the return of Dolph Ziggler. And we were like, oh, man, this is a great opportunity for him to go to New Japan. It's perfect for him, you know, going after the global championship, putting it over. And then at TNA Hard to Kill, bam, he shows up. At the at the end of the event, in the main event, and he, you know, he he, he confronts the new TNA World Heavyweight Champion in Moose, and then he he takes off into the into the crowd. He rips his shirt, and it looks like he has made his intentions very clear. He has a TNA wrestling T-shirt. Now, last week on the show, brother, he uh, was the last week or two weeks ago. I don't remember which was it last week, brother. You it was last week. It was last week. Last week yeah. on the show, he said, "Man, I would love to see him in TNA." And I was like, "Eh." I said, "Eh, brother, Hugh, I don't know. It's not a big enough stage mm-hmm. for him." Boy, was I wrong. I was too. Remember, I said if you go to TNA, you gotta be the champion, the world yeah, champion instantly. And look what he's going. But we don't, don't, Dwayne, don't skip over the fact that he even made another graphic with Dolph. We never got two different graphics back to back. Not back to back. This is his right. week, brother. <laughs> this is, 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 you see how he coordinated everything? You saw the little yellow splash? And bro, he, got the little, he got the blonde hair, the Dolph Ziggler glamour pose. He got I'm an not, action shot this time. I'm not doing it anymore. Like, so, <laughs> when you look at... Is he yelling? Ew, he's yelling your name? Like, <laughs> like, like word bubbles right there at the bottom. I just says, brother Hughes, pads the third. <laughs> so we look at Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler shows up, and we're going to keep calling him Dolph Ziggler. So no disrespect to Nick Nemeth, but you're Dolph Ziggler. Uh-huh. He shows up at the end of, of TNA Hard to Kill, and that's pretty much the, the conversation that we're, that's going to lead us into this. He shows up at TNA Hard to Kill. Um, like I said, makes his intentions uh, kind of clear. His new theme is nowhere near as good as the Dolph Ziggler theme, but it's we'll, we'll, we'll adjust to it. And he he rips off his shirt, and he has a TNA wrestling shirt on. Brothers, it's Dol- where is Dolph Ziggler signed to? What's going on? Like we're, we're here to talk about TNA Hard to Kill. We'll we'll talk about that show briefly because we don't have time to get into just everything about that show. Um, we're just going to highlight it. But like I said, the biggest highlight of the show for us is, is Dolph Ziggler kind of making his like what's going on. I don't know where he's signed to because it's not only that he has a match set already for for New Japan that is going to be uh his his debut match. He has a match already set up for TNA. Um, you know, and we're talking to warm, and then he has a match he set up to, to face off with uh, his good friend Matt Cardona and GCW later on as well. I'm trying to figure out where the heck is Dolph Ziggler signed now. I know if he signs with TNA Wrestling, he can still work those events, they have a partnership with New Japan, he can still work the indie shows, he can do whatever he wants to do. So, Brother Hugh, 
How do you feel about Dolph Ziggler showing up at TNA <laughs> after we spent all that time on the show last week talking about how great he's going to be in New Japan for wrestling? Remember, I'm this just is 46 scared. minutes, 11 seconds. Right. <laughs> Talk yeah, to I the love people. It, I love it. I love why, it now, hey, you mentioned this last week. Why mm-hmm. did you want to see... I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Why did you want to see <laughs> Dolph Ziggler particularly in TNA? Because we're going to get in there. Obviously, you saw something that none of us, none of us really picked it because I didn't think it was a big enough platform for him. But... You had said something last week. You said, yo, I would love to see him in TNA. Now he's there. I don't know in what capacity yet. We haven't figured it out. But w- what is it about Dolph Ziggler that you wanted to see him kind of in TNA? But I just think he fits in overall. It's a better platform for him. Um, yes, I do think that he's a little bit big. Like, he's bigger. He's too big for that platform. But it works out because he can work, work those other promotions like he's doing, like Matt Cardona did. He could work that indie scene. Now, yes, he could have done the same thing at AEW, but my fear is AEW would have just used him wrong in the, in the first place. I agree. So with him being a wanted man, showing up on the scene, he... <laughs> I like how you said that. Yeah. He be a wanted man. That's his thing right. now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He can go out there and he can produce. He can be himself. You can tell he's just having fun with this right now. Yeah. And uh, he's not tied down by anybody right now so he can just go out there produce put on great matches like he always do put people over and he can actually just just have fun with this with brother this he's talking like his personal agent he's not tied down to anybody right now he's just he's doing not he's not let's, let's be real let's be honest no it's it's he's not, it's, he's not curtain jerking anymore no it's it's, it's, it's I definitely say this. I'm glad that he's in this position because I remember this is what we were concerned about before when we had the conversation. Like, well, where do you want to see Dolph Ziggler end up at? Where would you see Nick Nemeth? And, you know, we, we wanted to make sure we didn't want to see him in AEW because they usually take a name, make a big deal about you, and then you kind of got to get lost in the shuffle. And it's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like well, when now, you know, I know I don't know if he signed the TNA, like you said, but in this, this is what we wanted to say of him. We wanted to see him in all big situations, always in control, always at the top of the card. And he is, uh, goodness gracious, he's much-needed star power for a place like TNA. He's much-needed star power for a place like New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's much-needed star power for the places like GCW and those, I call the mega indies right now, you know, kind of those go-to destinations. And like I said, he's not hurting. He's not hurting for money. He's been in the WWE for a far long time, you know. He's had some ridiculous contracts, so it's like he get the he gets to call his own shots. He gets to be at the top of the card, and uh, I'm I'm more than happy to see him. Um, you know, you know, new even, new yeah, even TNA. I mean, and that's kind of what we've been. You know, we 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 always talk about on this show is dance partners. But speaking mm-hmm. of dance partners, uh, TNA hard to kill. Their largest gate uh, in recent mm-hmm. history. I don't know. I don't have all the facts and you know all that important information, but. They had a very successful show in Vegas, and like I said, and it capped off with Dolph Ziggler showing up at the end of the night. Um, I wanted the fans to be a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more rambunctious than they were. <laughs> but I think, the, but the crazy part is, in 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 very twenty twenty four fashion, like the fans mm-hmm. were too busy, like behind their phones, trying to capture this moment that it was like they yeah. couldn't even live in it because it was so shocking. But it was such a good arrival. But um, how do you guys think that TNA did in their first pay per view um, as they kind of um? They kind of hit the reset button and go and go into this next phase of the TNA era, brother guy. I think that TNA is back, and Tony Khan spent twenty twenty three worrying about WWE. Twenty twenty four, he needs to look at TNA because oh, yeah. if he's not careful, if he's not careful, 
TNA could take over that because it's far between one and two, but it's real close between two and three. And TNA yeah, showed it. And I'm not trying to be funny. TNA took over the sexy belts. They showing that they gonna they showing right now. If you ain't see Hard to Kill, they show you might not know who this person is, but you're gonna watch Thursday because you're gonna be interested. Mm-hmm. The right. fact that right. Jordan Grace defeated Trinity in her undefeated streak meant mm-hmm. more than her winning the title, and Trinity's still gonna be on the show. So not only did TNA say, "Oh, y'all think she gone?" Even if she leaves for the Rumble, you're gonna tune in because it's already out there. She didn't been there for the tapings, but. Look what TNA has been able to do. They made Will Ospreay still feel like Will Ospreay after. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about Moose, but I care that now he's a champion because look who's after him. Sure. Moose keeps mm-hmm. Moose keeps winning in those facts of like, ah, oh, here we go. But then it's like, oh, he won because of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's always an extra storyline. And sure. he, with Dolph there, as much as I hate to say it, he got to fight all the TNA originals that he missed out on 20 years ago. He's got to. I mean, when him and Josh Alexander get across on each other, it's going to be, everybody's going to be standing ovation just talking about this is awesome. Like, it's, if you just go back and watch, the women's tag, everything about Hard to Kill was a purpose. Mm-hmm. It was a purpose for each match. And it's like TNA said, oh, y'all might have forgot about us as Impact, but you ain't going to forget about TNA. And it's no, definitely... It's definitely worth the. I was ha- I was happy Crazy Steve won. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. But it was you just know, like you see how jacked he looks now. He don't even look like the same person. Do I don't remember Crazy Steve being like he was kind of a kind of a Darby Allen looking guy. Now he's mm-hmm. like, oh, he looks like a, he looks a full blown professional wrestler now. Mm-hmm. No, so but just, uh, they mm-hmm. have a good mixture of talent that you're going to be able to, mm-hmm. and they utilize them so well. Nobody's oversaturated. Nobody's. It's not heavy with factions. Not heavy with tag team. The best tag team right now is ABC, but they got so many they got so many people that they can contend with, but they still come out looking good. Like every time ABC is is young. So just oh any match with them, it's like I was a little nervous that he was gonna drop them, but mm-hmm. I'm glad they kept the belts because that that one probably was my favorite match of the night. Okay. Brian H. TNA, hard to kill. Hit the reset button. Uh, w- w- where do you think TNA goes from here now that they've had they've kind of made their statement? Um, they they've had some title changes, we've had some moments, and we've we've even had some some superstars show up to show their support. You know, there's there's been some buzz about Mercedes Monet showing mm-hmm. up with Bailey to uh, and, you know we saw pictures of her Jordan Grace, but just overall to enjoy the show. But where does TNA go now? And tell me somebody or somebody's that you would love to see help TNA. I have some. Some I have people in mind. I want to see where your brain is. Brian H. TNA hard to kill. Where did they go? I would love to see them work with WWE in a sense. No, um, really? Yeah, not okay. not so much in crossover promotion, mm-hmm. but kind of like when they had that little working relationship a few years ago when you saw Mickey James go um from that's true with, though with the, the world, the, the DM, women's DM world back. championship. Yeah. Um to the Royal Rumble. I would like to see some stuff like that. And somebody I would like to see kind of go there and kind of get his feet wet, you know, maybe have a small few, somebody like a Cedric Alexander. Um, you uh, know, just some yeah. the people that's not really doing nothing that sure. would you, you know, because you can't send everybody to NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NXT is 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 loading up. So yeah, def- NXT is definitely like reloading with like 
Rich Holland going back and Baron yeah. Corbin kind of staking his claim and and I, and I would treat it like I would treat reality wrestling. Okay. Um, Arm system type. Yeah, because right now, you know, my biggest thing with TNA is that I want to mm -hmm. see it on a, a television network. And this is me being here in Baltimore and not being able to have access to it. Yeah, it's on, not on Comcast or Xfinity. Yeah. Xfinity, and yeah. so I, I want to see it. Like, I want to be able to see it. But if you're sure. not putting it on a network that's everywhere, you know. You want to sit down on a Thursday and cut TNA on. Like you do on yeah. a Wednesday or a Monday. Right. You want to be able to sit down and say, let me cut it on. the day that's open, right? Thursday. Yeah. 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 You know, so put it put it somewhere. But if you're not going to do that, shoot, let WWE go over there a couple of times. A couple of superstars, you know, nothing too crazy. Like I said, do it like you do. You know, we've seen the Street Profits go to Evolve. We've seen them sure. go, you know. So do it like that. Remember what you call it one day with the Cruiserweight title on Fort Matt Riddle before he came to WWE. Um. Oh my God! What's his name? Jordan Devlin. No, no. Santos um, Escobar. No, Daniel Bryan's <laughs> guy. Oh my God, Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. Oh yeah, Drew Gulak. Yeah. <laughs> no, that 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 makes sense. Um, I, here's here's what I'm thinking, Brian H. You know who I would like mm -hmm. to love to see back in TNA right now? I just gave you a hint. I said back in TNA. Who? Uh, I think they would benefit from for for one the schedule, to the buzz, and their name is still you know a name. I think the Hardys. Yeah. I think like just like Matt and Jeff Hardy, I don't want to say they look a step below from where they used to be, but mm. I think I think they would just be much more benefit. I think they would get those reps in TNA. Like they, they will be used okay. properly. You know, yep. that they, they will they will be working with young talent on a regular basis to help them look because you watch me in AEW, they look so deflated, you know, they don't look yeah, like themselves. Do. And I'm like, they and you know, Jeff Hardy's kind of been very vocal about it and deleting social media posts and you know and people of hmm. course people are going to continue to be hesitant to give jeff hardy an opportunity because he just has this unfortunate history with his uh with you know substance abuse and alcohol uh that's the substance abuse i'm referring to is i, I don't make something his drugs or anything but you know his his his, his alcohol um issues and, you know but like tna is such a it's such a uh, uh, a free platform, you know what I mean? It's not so, it's not so contract binding. So mm -hmm. the Hardys is, is 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 a tag team. I would love to see go back to TNA. Say so maybe you guys should go back there, and you know they could use their star power. Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, you know, get some mm -hmm. other young talent and start, you know, going from there. You you seen a uh, Alex Hammer Hammerstone, you know, showed up in mm -hmm. TNA, getting out of his MLW contract. So hey, there's there's, there's a lot of people out there that uh. I would like to see so like i said tna wrestling only up and up let's see if we can if they can continue to keep this buzz and keep this thing rolling there's a lot of talent out there right now and there's a lot of talent that's not really fitting in in a lot of different places but uh we'll see only time will tell but yeah uh now it's time for, for our, uh you think, mm -hmm. you think that's a good fit for uh dana brooke or what she go by now ash uh elegance by, ash ash. by elegance ash what do you call her? he said she's tony <laughs> storm from which I don't. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, she, 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 Shout out. You sound like a perfume. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why she would do that, knowing Tony Storm for Wish. that that Tony Storm has done such a phenomenal job with this character, such a unique character, makes so much sense, and she does like from, from what she was portrayed as in WWE as this kind of punk rock, you know what I mean, European, mm -hmm. you know, type. Up to what she is now, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. It's she's doing an excellent job with it. And I'm like, yo, why wouldn't they just like, 
why would she She's show up for Rick, Wendy Richter? That thing is hilarious. Yeah, like why would you do anything even remotely close to that? But I, honestly, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I think she'll benefit from it. Honestly, Dana Brooke will definitely mm-hmm. benefit from that because Brian Myers always calls teenage the island of misfit toys. It's not like Dana Brooke was bad. It's just that compared to her cohorts, who was she? Who she was around. It was tough for her to get opportunities yeah, for her to bad. really make a name for herself. And you know what I mean. So it's not a. It was never a knock against. It's just that that's just the level of competition that she was around every day. But her experience in in a teenage locker room is just invaluable. I don't know how it's going to work with this uh, Ash by Elegance. Um, you know, give it, but like I say, you know, it's why not? It's something, you know, try something new. We'll see where it goes. So, if they no chance, I mean, ask by elegance a chance, yeah, like, yeah, why not? Give her, give her a chance. Like I said, it's, it's, you know, it's like I said, it's not like she's not talented. I mean, goodness, like she wouldn't no, have she been there. She, she checks all she the boxes, she checks all the boxes. Like, she would have been over there all that time if she would, like, especially as a women's wrestler, like, she's that good. It's just like I said, just. There was no, there was no connection for her in the audience. After a while, there was nothing that grabbed people outside of her initial fans, and people still ask for her. People still clamor mm-hmm. for her. So, shout out to Dana. Uh, Brooke. Shout out to Ash. I would just, just wanted to show up as Dana Brooke and actually show her character. Like when Emma left the first time, remember she went out, became Tennille Dashwood. It was like this is what we needed in yeah. WWE. That's what I wanted for Dana, not a whole total shift of a. Character because remember Tennille Dashwood's best work was in ROH. You know what I mean? So it was like, oh, why couldn't we have that? We got robbed, like in WWE of that. You know what I mean? So then it's like, come on, she's got everything there. But we are heading hmm. into our, uh, <laughs> one of our next segments. It's called Good for Business, Bad for Business. Sponsored by no one just yet, <laughs> but if you would like to sponsor Good for Business, Bad for Business, please reach out, reach out to us at wrestlingroom at gmail.com and we will give you more further rates, prices, and details on how to do so. But each week we do something called Good for Business, Bad for Business, where we take a, a particular topic, a particular subject, or maybe a theory, and, and we discuss is this good for business or is this bad for business? Now, something kind of happened on this past week of Monday Night Raw, and this is where we usually start to get an idea of what's going to happen as we kind of make our way into this year's Royal Rumble in 2024. But I'd be remiss if I didn't feel like the WWE didn't already give away the the main event that the fans kind of already want. So it's like when you look at the Women's Royal Rumble, they kind of set it up for us to want one thing, and we're not sure if we're going to get it. But I'm not sure if it was on purpose, but guess what? We are going to discuss it. So this week's good for business, bad for business is this gentleman. Bam. Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch. Is this the match that we need at WrestleMania? Becky Lynch came out there. She cut a very passionate promo as Rhea Ripley decided to address her division, as she says. And all I can say is by the time the their exchange was finished, the WWE made up in my mind for me what I wanted to see at WrestleMania. And I'm like, well, shoot. Is is if I'm, I think I might be a little bit disappointed if Becky Lynch doesn't win the Royal Rumble. They they subconsciously put me in place and told me who I'm supposed to go for this year at the Rumble. Is this good for business or bad for business, brother guy? Talk to the people. Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania for the Women's World Championship. Good for business, bad for business. Great for business. Oh wow, you guys have high praise for these segments. And I'm saying great because you can't go wrong with the man and mommy. It writes itself. 
And I think they're going to, well, they kind of kept them away from each other for so long because it's going to build up to this, all right, here we go, type of match. Because we've seen a lot of other combinations. Yeah, Charlotte is in there, but we don't want to see Charlotte and Rhea again. We don't want to see Charlotte and Becky again. You know, that's a give it to me later on with a different stake. Um, I don't know if Becky wins the Rumble to get to her that way, but I think Becky will get to her in that way. Um, maybe Elimination Chamber or, you know, some, because Becky has a way of still finding a way to get what she wants. That's mm-hmm. been part of the man character. So that's going to be a match at WrestleMania. Um I know that we needed it. They just threw it in my face and said, you're getting it now. So I was like, okay, I'm so That's what I felt. I said, wait, <laughs> yeah. man, now I can't look at the rumble unbiasedly. You kind of told me what I'm supposed to want. But that's what I'm saying. I can look at it. I can look at it with a bias because Becky always, think about it, the man always finds a way to get what she wants and she will be the next world champion. She's going to dethrone mommy um, one way or the other. She's going to get, that's going to be a match at WrestleMania. Now, does it kick off night one or night two? I think that's definitely worth for kickoff because I don't. I, I would love to see them to main event of Mania because Rhea got so close, but situation caused it not to main event, which I get, you know, the bigger storyline mm-hmm. took over, which is great. But a kickoff, mm-hmm. I think that's worthy of a night one or night two kickoff. And imagine right. she kicks it off, wins the title, her husband at main events night one and keeps Ooh. the title. Hmm. We've done it before with that universal title on Raw Women, but it was a daughter different cheesier era, and that's all mm-hmm. I can say about that. There you go. <laughs> brother brother guy once again changing people's minds and people's opinion. Brian H, we gotta acknowledge some of these people like the comments are rolling in. Brian H, is this good for business, bad for business? Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley for the women's world title at WrestleMania. Is this what is this what we want? See I'm I'm not promise you, I'm not being just a genuine. Cause I really want to say is I, I really want to pick a bad for business, but okay. y'all be picking these good titles. But in this sense, I'm gonna make an argument why it's bad for business. Just real quick, you know that saying I hate in professional wrestling. Which one? Never say never. She don't need the title. Yes. <laughs> okay. Becky don't need the title. Uh, ugh, I feel dirty no, no. saying it. No, no she needs these. Think about it. She needs the world title and the women's undisputed WWE championship, whatever it's called. She is this, those two. Let me ask you, Brian. H. I understand where you're coming from. Is, is it uh, is this a cash grab, Brian H? For for that for the lineage of that because that's that's a new title lineage. I don't think we've had this before. This is brand new, right? God like dang in, 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 I just remembered something. Okay, would you remember the title? I can't even say it's bad for business right now. Wow, that's the quickest double term. That was quicker than Brian uh, than brother Brandon and Hughes. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it just hit me, bro. It just hit me. That Why was does quick. she need it? Becky got books to sell. Yep. Oh shoot. Becky bought. And Becky's remember, isn't she in the Marvel movie? Or she was yeah. trying to be in the Marvel movie. Well, that makes sense. Where the yep. heck you that go? He disappeared, right. bro. He did. He definitely did. He put <laughs> invisible lotion on, and you can't see him. I hate both. <laughs> But, John but, but, on the show, everybody. You can't see him. But yeah, Becky don't need the title. I mean, Becky needs it now because you know the promotional stuff. I mean, Mick Foley. Mick Foley said the most important book 
mm-hmm. in like professional wrestling. So yeah, in a high profile spot, you're trying to sell books. This is mm-hmm. good. And you gotta remember what Mick Foley's book did open the doors for so many others. Yes, it Rock, did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Austin, Hogan, uh Jericho. Jericho, so many people, Kurt Angle, you know, and then we, we have books out, but not I feel like it's a new wave about to come. Like yeah. Drew Drew McIntyre wrote a book few like a couple years ago. That's I, I still haven't read it yet. Was this um, his transition book, like the Galloway book? Uh no, it's after he came back. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's after he came back. Um and, and, and Becky, she's actually recording the audio uh stuff now as we speak. Oh, her voice. She's yeah. loading up. With her voice. Yeah. Right. That was she said something important. She has her book, her voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I'm I'm really it, it dawned on me, and I was you know shout out to Queen P. I was watching wrestling meets pop culture, and I was like, I thought about it. I was like, oh yeah, Becky, do got a book coming out, and when this book, like when you in these type of spots last year, right? So, um, you know, Bianca Montez was on Wednesday Worldwide, and one of the things we talked about was the reality series, Love and WWE. And you're going to get an inside look at everything. And one of the things they told us is the main thing is it's doing a road to WrestleMania. So I was like that. And, and we, I kind of knew that. Like, you, you, you got, are, are, are they pulled us in like, like the, like the, um, like total divas was with the bellows. Bingo. Okay, yeah. I knew, and, I knew it. Yep. Reality series, uh, February 2nd on Hulu. Uh, it's going to be on a Friday night. So is, is, is Kevin Dunn still executive producing this one? I'm oh, just asking. I'm sorry. Question. Is it <laughs> after SmackDown is going to come out after SmackDown airs? It, like it might SmackDown be. will be the lead into it. You know what? That that might ha- that might be happening because they were saying like we asked them how they was going to watch it and they said well we'll be at SmackDown. That's what, and um but they said the first episode they, it's just going to be them two and then they'll you know receive all the text messages probably mm-hmm. from their parents telling them. But and that was like you know Bianca was champion last year. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, knowing that was kind of coming, I figured I was like, yo, they probably got cameras around because leading up the road to WrestleMania, especially Bianca's entrance last year. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. obviously, the book is done. But remember, when Sable was women's champion, they was pushing them Playboy magazines like, yeah, like, you know, during. I think, I think China was the same thing. Yep. I was giving it a go there. Yep. China. Yep. WrestleMania uh 17, um Sable and Tori, WrestleMania 20. True. I believe Christy Hemi. So it, it mm. or or you know, so all, and even um uh shoot Maria, Candace Michelle, like anytime they're doing stuff like this, you gotta have them in high profile matches. So yeah, this is great for business because win, lose, or draw, you know, it's it's a win-win. You know, yeah. I, I yeah. think because of the yeah. long god. Dang, that's a long title ring. I think Rhea holds on to it though. I mean, I sure. think she beat. I think Becky be- beats her. I'm sorry. I think Becky beats her because Becky won at WrestleMania once. As far as winning yeah. the championship, this sure. is another opportunity for her to get a second WrestleMania title win. Mm-hmm. No, I think so. Like all excellent points at the end of the day, and uh, that was like I said, that was got to be the fastest double turn since, <laughs> since that fateful night. Bro, I was sitting here December twenty first. 
Yeah, was, that was that was quick. Right. Brian, I don't want to say bad. He said, "Up, oh, nope, can't even do it." I, I was I sitting there, yo, when I saw the rundown, I said, "Yeah, this ain't gonna be good because Becky don't need to be in the title picture." And she don't need to be, I was, yo, I was about to be a mark, yo. I was gonna be, I was gonna be, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna, gonna be, be a JD from New York, yo. I was gonna be yelling in the microphone talking about Becky don't need the belt, but I, I couldn't do it. JD, this is a show the superior wrestling intellect, and I, I there had you to go. bring we, we are like, a different wavelength. Superior <laughs> wrestling, like brother yeah. Hugh yeah. Becky Lynch versus uh, my, my fault, my fault. Dylan has a question. Sure, if Becky gets mommy at Mania, then who gets mommy at Perth? Ah, is it guaranteed that she's going to have a match in uh, the Elimination Chamber? Who she has to, she headlining, bro. She's at home. That's the reason why Roman not going to be there. Oh, I'm tripping. Absolutely. That's that was yeah. a dumb question. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've said on this. <laughs> Yo, no, it's, it's, it's a freeze. It's gonna be her. What you call freeze. it? What if she's her, in the elimination chamber? Her and Emma. So I'm sorry. Should no, what I'm saying. What if she's in the elimination? I was about to say, yeah. No, that, like, what that if she's the in the elimination chamber? And she wins and the keep her title, and then think, nobody can beat me. And you know, I think that'll I'm be like the it. challenge. Like, like I like it'll load up to make her look strong going into Mania by like surviving the elimination chamber. That's true. You know, do you she say somebody it? like Naya for her later on? Yeah, why or not? Would you do or would you pull the trigger right now? At first, I, I think I think you pull the trigger as Naya to at least be a threat. It's because as long yeah. as you have threats around, it kind of keeps us going. Because you're like, oh wait a minute, this could happen. Oh wait a minute, that could happen too. Versus, it's in stone, Becky, Rhea, and we got to wait to WrestleMania. There's got to be another threat. I think that's kind of the the thing of rest of um elimination chamber, even in the men's bracket. Like we look at stuff like, wait a minute, you know, in our minds, we kind of have what the main events will be. But then that event happens and you have six men in the ring and you're like, wait a minute, this could all change tonight. So uh, that's, that's actually a good question. No, I was going to say that's what happened with the Bray Wyatt year. Remember when he took it from Cena? Yep. It changed the whole yeah. rest. We was like, wait a minute. He just beats it. He was like, wait a minute. And it was like, yeah. oh, Bray Wyatt's the champion. You know right. what I mean? It was like, oh, him and Randy at Mania? Okay. You know, so it's, but see, the comment, go ahead, Bray, you're probably going to say the same thing I was going to say. It. I, I was going to say. But how I would you introduce it, though? That's, I think. But in the chamber. In, in, the, in, in the first match? That's yeah, rough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's going to be kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. I mean, she did. Night she, after Mania. Night after uh, Mania. Uh, Raw after Mania intro. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I was thinking. That's how they say, I think the Rumble. Only reason I mean, I it's the not Rumble, a... my bad. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm saying the Rumble because that's how how Triple H has been doing it. He's been giving us previews for the rest of the year, especially so with the women. The, yeah. last year, because you still don't know which brand she belongs to. So sure. she has a stand down with different women. She square off with kind different of women. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, hold on, dungeon right now. That's what brand yeah, she, she belongs to. Look. She go to Raw SmackDown on NXT because that's still a question. That, that sure. look, they that got uh, what, what they call it the Forbidden Door at the dungeon right now. Oh yeah, it's doors. The doors are open. You know, I talk <laughs> about the church. They said the doors yeah. are open. I, like, I yeah. wonder. Yeah, did they do that when like Brent and Owen was like in different companies like WCW did? Because obviously there's no cameras back then. So well, did a lot of those wrestlers go train together in Canada? I they did. I mean, it's got to be because they because think about it. They're in the gyms together. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, because Ricky yeah. Starks and Angela Dawkins was together, right? Yo, you together. had them working, you, you know, them locking up. You had uh, a couple indie people, too. Mm-hmm. And that, that joint felt like an invite. Like, I remember one time, um, one time, the way when we was riding over West Baltimore for something, and you mm-hmm. brought up the, uh, I, I asked you about the Clover Court. Clover, is that Cloverfield? Those Cloverdale. courts over there? Cloverdale, and I was yeah, like, "Yo, yeah. you ever play over there?" He's like, "Yeah, you, you, but you, you got to, you like, I, I can't go in those courts. You got to be invited, like, no, yeah, you like, know. And, like and that's was, how those, like, those were serious runs. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. 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 is. Oh, yeah, yeah, same thing. That, that, like, Cloverdale was, was for over east, west, yeah. just like the dome was for over east. Same thing. Yeah. Like, the only way I'm going in there is with a camera. Yeah, no, that's 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 actually a good point though. But um, and that's yeah, how I feel yeah. like those dungeon workouts are like you you got to be invited to them joints. Yeah, like hey, listen, come 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 train because Stu used to do the same thing though. Like yeah. like if somebody was a big dog in the area, they say Stu would say, "Hey, come come train with us, see see what you got." And he would stretch him <laughs> and you know do all kind of stuff. And yo, you imagine stretch. being you imagine being a heart and you see somebody coming, you like, mm-hmm, daddy about to go oh, Stu because yep. they, they didn't call him dad, they call him Stu. Uh oh. I'm another stew victim. They don't know what they got coming to. Yeah. I I enjoyed. Uh, I don't know if you guys watch it, but Undertaker has like a podcast type thing, and there's a clip of him yeah. uh, talking about <laughs> Stu Hart and get you know trying to see if he worked in Canada, Canadian Stampede, um, before he I, got signed full time to WCW. I, I, I believe, sometimes. but uh, I'm a little salty about the Undertaker's podcast. I tell you off the air. Oh boy, rum after dark. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. real, real quick, brother Hugh. Good for business, bad for business. Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley. For the uh, women's world title, Late, like ladies and gentlemen, stay with us. We're, we still got to get to the main event of the show. Of um, who's going to win the world rumble this year? But right. like I said, it's how it's man on. Man. <laughs> I know, right, brother? He's going to keep it short. We're going to keep it short and sweet. It's good for business for all of the reasons that Brandon and Brian said. It's great promotion. It's been wanted for a long time. Um, what bigger match can you have? Sure. At WrestleMania, at WrestleMania. So then, like who else is there? Who else is there for for mommy to take home besides like that's ready right now? To be honest, yeah, that's yeah. on I mean, raw. That's it. Yeah, on, that's on, on raw. raw. Yeah, that's yeah. on raw. No, it's it's. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Okay, well, listen, I I, I definitely agree with that. The women's Royal Rumble is going to uh, shape up. So, um, tell us in the comments if you guys think that uh, Rhea Ripley versus. Um, Becky Lynch is good for business or bad for business. We're gonna move on def- and um my, my bad real quick. I definitely don't think Becky's gonna win win the rumble though. Why is that? Bailey, Bailey's gonna win the rumble because I feel like her having the, 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 the briefcase it just makes more sense in the storyline. Oh, okay. With the, with the turmoil with the turmoil that's going on in um damage control. Damage control, yeah. Yeah, so it just makes more sense. You know, Bailey's like, Oh, okay, look, the plan is already set in stone. Look. You get the briefcase, you go after Rhea. So then, you know, with all of the shenanigans going on with uh, Damage Control and Bailey, eventually she go ahead and she turns in on EO. And there's her WrestleMania. Well, there you go. That's a good tidbit. Brother Hugh doesn't believe that Becky's even going to win the Rumble, but this match will be made outside of the Rumble because of uh, another winner. So, it sounds um, like something that somebody else said earlier. He just took that idea. Good job, you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> wow, there it is. So yeah, good for business, bad for business. We will see how this unfolds. Like I said, we're 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 just a few weeks outside of uh 
the Warrior Rumble as of this recording, and this is going to be very exciting. But we're looking forward to seeing what if uh, Becky Lynch can uh, pull off what she's considering the impossible. She has to prove to herself that she still is indeed the man, despite all the success that Rhea Ripley is having right now. But speaking of Rhea Ripley and uh, Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch's husband had uh, he had quite quite the uh, challenge this past Monday night on Raw. We're about to get into the main event of our show because we need to figure out who the heck's going to win the goddamn Rumble. But mm-hmm. as, as we take a take a closer step to the Royal Rumble, Seth Rollins took on uh, the modern day Mahalaja, Jinder Mahal. Uh, it, here's here's what I'll say about this, and this is what, what threw me off is Triple H is very purposeful. We know that by now. And Triple H has gone out of his way to reestablish Jinder Mahal as a main event player five, six, seven years after his uh, his initial title run. And he hasn't he hasn't really gotten back to that form since. And this past week, even with the controversy we talked about with Tony Khan kind of making a comment towards him, and just kind of watching the fans come to his aid and, and support Jinder Mahal, whether you like this run or not, because it seems to be split down the middle. But the presentation of Jinder Mahal uh, taking on Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. They made it feel like a big match feel this past Monday on Raw, and I really, really enjoyed it. I was blown away by it. I said, man, they really, like I was waiting for some type of shenanigans. It was it was just straightforward promotion, straightforward comments. Jinder Mahal wasn't joking. He was, he was you know, he was, he had me thinking that he actually had a shot. And then he shows up with End Sheer. They look good. I was like, yo, they mean business, and I'm taking this guy seriously. He's back in this He's a main event threat. You always want to create these threats for your champions because eventually you got to say to yourself, who's next? And, and as long as you have these guys kind of on deck, you, you you know, you can always drag and drop and you can have a world heavyweight championship match on Raw. And it made it seem like it was a big deal. But uh, did this live? Did this match live up to the hype for you, good brothers? I enjoyed it. Enjoyed okay. it a lot. It, 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 it poured me in. And again, I was like you thinking. Wait a minute, they might they might pull the trigger here. I wanted mm-hmm. them to. When I tell you, like I was like, oh come on, man. Um, I, I wanted I wanted him to win. I didn't want him to win clean. Um, I don't feel like I don't care about the lineage of that as far as like the length of the title reign. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it, it could have been a you know a flip flop, but you know, unfortunately, it didn't happen. But uh, the match was I like I said, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought. It, what I did love was not only, like you said, everybody coming to his defense, like even the way Seth Rollins built him up, it was old school. He made gender feel like somebody who had been competing and competing for world titles mm-hmm. since he's lost the title. And and that's what I, when I heard mm-hmm. that promo, I was like, whoa, I said, see this again, this is why you don't start stuff you can't finish. You yeah. cannot win a war with the click. You know, the, 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 because they going. I mean, we saw that with his brother Brandon said the uh, NXT WrestleMania. We saw that then. <laughs> and I bet you there was instructions. Make everybody. We're gonna rally around Jinder Mahal, and we're gonna make him seem like a million bucks, and and they'll never mess with us again. And it didn't take long for them to do it. it took a week Just and a like half. Mm-hmm. Brother Hugh, was this worth it? Would this this match live up to the hype? Did they re-restore Jinder Hall back to his championship glory? <laughs> it, it did his job. He chuckled. It did his Brother, job. he chuckled. Yeah, I did. I did. But uh, yeah, it did his job for sure. Um, 
I didn't want to see a one-on-one match, like straight up one-on-one mm-hmm. match with no interference or whatnot, because I don't I didn't think the match was gonna be what it was supposed to be. It's not it wasn't gonna live up to its hype. Mm-hmm. Um it's going it made sense to have the distractions to make it more believable. Um I was hoping that they, they pulled the trigger also, because gender is my man. I, I, hey. But uh overall, yeah, I mean. I hope Seth is okay. First of all, is he, how, what's the update on him and his injury? See, I don't even know if it's even storyline or if it's real or not. So I don't know what to believe. I can't trust Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing right there, too. But um, if, if it is true, man, I don't even know for real. Either way, I feel like it's going to be CM Punk, Rollins at WrestleMania. So we're going to get that. So we knew gender was going to lose, but I wanted them to pull the trigger. It lived up. It did what it was supposed to do for that night. Um, they rode the wave on out. Hopefully, there's something in store for gender coming up. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's next. Maybe they continue this on until Elimination Chamber or whatnot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, hopefully, he still he maintains on his hot streak and he can just continue to be in um be on television because I missed him. He's been yeah. gone for a while and he hasn't really been doing anything. Great look. He's a great heel, one of the better heels in the in the company right now, in the industry right now. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Throw him on the screen. Let him show show off. Brother Brandon, he got an offer from um from Nick Aldis. You know, he said, uh, "Look, man, you you've been overlooked on Raw for a while now. You're underappreciated, but we would love to have you on SmackDown." You think there's there's a brother you mentioned um, what's next for Jinder Mahal since he you know had to reestablish himself as a major player? Do you see him? Uh, maybe making the, the the jump to SmackDown and, and challenging someone like Gunta for the Intercontinental Championship along with Indy Sheer. Is that something you think it, that, that may be in the cards for, for, for Jinder Mahal going into the future? No, because you got AOP on SmackDown, so leave them on Raw. Um, what, what, why? That, what, what's the quota? There's, there's a quota? It's the same team. No. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, it's, but, the same, it's, it's the same. AOP's not going to wrestle. They're just muscle. Right, and and to share, how many times can somebody yell and you talk about, oh, look how massive they are? I'm like, they're, okay, they're, they're a tag meme. team, though. Like they, they were rolled at one point before Vince messed it up. Well, I hope they get back yeah. to rolling because you know how many, like I said, how many times gonna be, oh, look at me, I'm a big meaty fan, <laughs> slapping meat, raw. Oh, look, look, I'm a flex. They, look, they look good on Monday. They look like they were serious. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. I mean? On Monday, I was like, oh, making those noises. Because that's what they do in the ring. Seth, um, on Monday, I thought was going to lose. And then he was going to get cash in. In the Vince McMahon era, that's probably what would have happened. Probably. Yeah. I think that he stays on Raw because we need contenders for that title. We don't need – we need contenders. And when I say contenders, he'd have mixed up the pot so much between Drew, CM Punk, now gender, Shinsuke. Don't get Damien's teasing. Yeah, Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. You still got Finn that you can insert anytime because remember, Finn was inserted well before the tag team became a thing. True. You still got Miz that can't touch the Intercontinental title. We got Gunther. We got all these people that can be inserted, and it's mm-hmm. it's a healthy mix for the world title. And I think gender stays towards the forefront. Um, but how do you keep him in the forefront post Mania? Because I don't know if his push is going to be enough for Mania. But it'll definitely be good for these filler PLEs. Have him right. be and that's what you need. Ta. I don't think he gets a beef with him yet. 
because he, that's he's a former WWE champion. You don't think he can go to he's, he's a former United States champion too. You say He's a former United States champion too. Right, but there's 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 no other contenders for him, so you got to go with a former world title contender. It is. He's coming back. Um, he's coming back at the Rumble. He's coming back at Rumble for to fight at Mania. He says the plans got derailed by CM Punk. Um, so you got to do something with Gunther. Okay, Um, we'll see. Let's. Yeah. The question is, what's what's going on with Drew? What's what's his WrestleMania plans? Let's get into that now. Drew McIntyre mm. has been on last one last pers- last couple of weeks, brother Hughes. <laughs> I don't know why he's been getting ether on the mic though. They CM Punk oh, yeah. burnt him up one week. Cody Rose burnt him up another week. I'm like, listen, he's running out of clapbacks. He's just gonna get mad, start hurting people. That's how Shinsuke I think gonna spit in his face in a second. This game gonna miss them Bruh. and shut him up. Oh dad, I you, forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 getting ugly. Drew McIntyre's not letting this go at all. But I'm glad that they're keeping him around because he's he's once again. He's a relevant contender. He's a threat, no matter what you say about him. That's right. the difference between Triple H and Vince McMahon when it comes to booking talent. This is how you keep your talent happy and in the main event conversation. Is because I've always been uh, um, someone that says that you should have your champion, but you should have multiple threats. So at any point in time, you can weave in and out of storylines and feuds without having to rebuild somebody up. Because Austin said it himself. He said, man, I blame. It's the when when Stone Cold Steve Austin retired. And he said he blamed WWE for not building somebody else up for me to continue to have feuds with. After a while, people just cheered for me and my run was over. And I was like, you're right. It's because back in those days, they hitched Mm -hmm. during those times financially for the WWE. They kind of hitched their wagon to Austin. They hitched it to Rock. It is either one or the other. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you had Triple H, Mick Foley, Undertaker, Kane. You know what I mean? Uh, Eventually Mm -hmm. Big Show, Jericho, Eddie, so on and so forth. But it's like. Up to that point, you didn't build anybody up to say, okay, this is the next big feud because you, you were just riding that one wagon. So that's why Vince always was a thing. Like, I'll never just push one guy ever again the same way I did with the Hogan's, the Andres, you know, Brett, Sean, Austin, Rock, Triple H, you know, Undertaker, Foley, whatever. So having Drew McIntyre always, like, he's been everywhere. He's beefing with everybody. He's had issues with CM Punk. He's had issues with Cody Rhodes. He's got issues with Damian Priest. He's got issues with Seth Rollins. He's not letting this go at all. I'm I'm like, dude, either he's going to self-destruct or he's going to disrupt something. Brother, what are you you thinking? Because you you, you brought it up, brother. You said, what's going on with Drew? I don't know, and I'm nervous. I feel like he's about to do – he's everywhere. And I'm like, he's going to do something insane. What are you guys thinking? To be honest, I I mean, Triple H is keeping me on my toes. I don't even know. I, I legitimately don't have anything for him right now. I was thinking Priest at one mm-hmm. point, but it looks like they're getting ready to – they're teasing that right now. Yep. So I don't even think that's going to make it to WrestleMania. Uh, I, I have no idea. I have no Brian idea H, at all. Brother Brandon, you guys are always changing people's minds when you guys come up with your uh, – you know, you guys are storytellers. So uh, mm-hmm. what what do, you, what do you guys think is going on with, with Drew McIntyre? It's, it, and I meant – and I'm glad, brother, he brought him up is because he – to me, he, he's a, he, is a, he is a threat going into this – Warrior Rumble matchup. He is one of the guys that we have to talk about when we talk about who is going to win the Royal Rumble. Like he he's in the mix, but uh, what wh- wh- what do you guys think is going on with Drew? Where does he stand right now? He's been losing a lot, but I feel like he's also losing his mind. Things are about to get ugly. Brian H, what what, what do you got for us? The person next to on the poster. 
Oh, to the left or to the right? Bianca? Well, or Sammy? <laughs> Sammy's in now, Grant, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm what do you do with him? But then I'm thinking about, okay, as I looked, I was like, wait, what, what's Sami Zayn going to do? And I feel like he's on a, he's, Sami Zayn got to get, you know, he's going to get that. He's got to be Gunta. Oh, dude. Yep, he's ready. <laughs> See, oh, I got Gunta losing at the chamber. That's the way I'm pencil booking. Do you think, you think they'll have a, a, a IC title match for the chamber? Well, he can't even make it to chamber, right? That's what I, no, that's why I said. Because remember, I yeah, said wow. that the Jimmy and Jimmy for the IC title because it's the title that Daddy held. That's going to add the stake for them to be a mania match. And, and think about it, Roman, go get that belt from him mm-hmm. because you of the let fact. your brother have the belt. Yeah, let your brother do that. He, he don't fall in line. He don't get. See if he got that title. What Rikishi think about him? I guess he is. Then he can sit at the other end of the table. Oh, and see he can manipulate Jimmy. No, I see. I'm at the head of the table, but you sit at the other end. Mm-hmm. But he has that. Type. I don't want him sitting at the other end. Now look, Solo's the heir. Mm-hmm. But you get to sit at the other end of the table. Yeah, he's up next. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. And that's the thing. That's gonna be. That's gonna be the match. You, that's gonna be and, and that's how you. You you keep Gunther protected. He don't get pinned. Mm-hmm. Well, if you do in the chamber, I guess he do got to get pinned or something. Or you you jump about. Yeah. Oh uh, no, you can oh. do a, a multi man match where he doesn't get pinned because remember you got all those contenders forward. Yeah. You can throw a Chad Gable in there. You can throw an Ivar in there, and somebody else take the pin. Because yeah, I, I was just about to ask you, like, who the heck who the heck else would you put in that match? But I was like. Oh, yeah, now you just named a few. And mm-hmm. Gunter is such an established presence. Whoever's in the mm-hmm. match is already going to be put over because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. shoot, you're worthy to, to take on Gunter, especially or, in the space that he's in. So that's a big Jay, deal. Though. Honestly, mm-hmm. Jay is worthy to pin Gunther. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like, he, you like, know, yeah. he's the main event. Oh, uh, sure. uh, what if it's a handicap match with Imperial? And he pins one of the other one. That causes the implosion. Ooh, I, I feel nah, bad because I'm already seeing my boy. Yeah, if I'm seeing my boy, it, look Vinci. how he's standing. But look how he's standing up for him, right? Yeah. What you call yeah. Luther Kaiser walked right away. Was like, nope, not messing with you, Brandon. You're an uncle. You ever seen a time where like your niece or nephews did something wrong and you didn't want to tell their parents because you knew they was gonna get it? Mm-hmm. See, God rest his soul, as uh literally bringing an exact time my uncle mike transition literally around this time right <laughs> money mike would get mad tell the story in the air but he used to do stuff and uncle mike would get on him Uh-oh. and it would be times where my mother would be like nah i don't even want to say nothing because your father gonna get you that's how i feel about if da vinci loses let me Ludwig kaiser loses the intercontinental title on behalf gunther is going to rip him apart and tear They're him a done. new one yeah, it's not gonna be no more Imperium. <laughs> you see how he used to? You see how he had to jump him in? He was chopping. He used him to chop time. him. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. what if you do that? You know, you want a title shot? You got to fight Imperium versus. And you know, what if he? What if Jay? I mean, Jimmy interference caused him to win. Mm. He could. He could do that though. He could do that. that is, yep. His interference caused him to win. Because remember, the last time he beat, he cost him the title was because he didn't want him to end up like Roman. But now yep. he could do that because he want him to have the title so he could take it from him. 
He's like, I want to get you so high, and then I snatch you off the mountaintop. Yeah, I'm you telling you, it has to be the IC. It has to be the IC title with that match because then that's how you bring Rikishi in finally. Because his yeah, boys are fighting crying. for the title. I mean, he's yeah. trying to get in. Yeah, I think it's yeah, the title that their father held. Mm-hmm. And what better way to draw you into a storyline again this year? Is the Yeet versus No Yeet? Red versus Open up the night too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that might shut it down. But with, with all that being said, what the heck, bro? Like you guys just made things <laughs> even worse. Who the heck is going to win the goddamn Royal Rumble? Like this is you just guys. I'm once again, you gave me a scenario that I was like, oh shoot, because Gunta has already come to television. He's made his his intentions very clear. I plan to go into the Rumble. I'm the longest uh, person, the last in the Rumble. I plan mm-hmm. on winning. So, like, this is the million-dollar question. This is what everyone came to figure out. This is what everybody's tuning in. Who is going to win the Royal Rumble? The reason this is a subject on the show and why it's the main event of tonight's show is for weeks, we've had almost five different people come out and make their intentions very clear. Usually it's one, usually it's two. But five, Cody came out. He's been saying it forever. <laughs> Drew came out. He's he's made it very clear. Freaking... um. CM Punk has made it clear, and they and they're they're kind of taking cross shots at each other on the show, you know. AJ Styles, he hasn't really said anything necessarily uh, indicating he's going right. to in the but he's made it clear. I want my hands on Roman Reigns. How else is he going to get to him? Being Jack. right, we got Randy there too. We got Randy Orton, who's who's just come back, looking as jacked as ever. Who's made it clear? No, I want my hands on Randy Orton. So <laughs> you have LA Knight that made it very clear. No. I want my hands on Randy Orton. I mean, on a, on on Roman Reigns. So it's like, okay, if these guys don't win this match at the Royal Rumble, they like it's there's 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 going to be a ton of superstars that are trying to get in the mix that want to get their hands in one of these main event spots. There's two main event spots we have for the World Heavyweight Championship. We have the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. Who the heck wins the Royal Rumble? We gotta get to the bottom of this. This is this is what we came here for. This is what the whole point of tonight's show is. We have to figure this the heck out. Who freaking wins the Royal Rumble? No, don't the get stuck in the women's. No. Which one? The men's. Which one we talking about first? The men's or the women? That's, no, we here. We're gonna talk about the men. Like we. That's like we, uh, the men. The women okay. is kind of. I don't want to say it's obvious, but we kind of the, the way it was set up last year. You know. You're gonna see a lot of fresh faces, a lot of new opportunities. You know what I mean? So it's like when you look at the main event players, we came down to the women. We said, look, it's either gonna be Bailey or another situation. It might be Becky Lynch. You know, and of course, there's other people that we'll talk about. We'll get into that probably a little bit more during a preview show. But the men, they they're selling us something on purpose. And I'm trying to figure out what it is they're selling. Who is going to win this year's Royal Rumble? Brian H is not picking anybody that's gonna beat as worthy of beating uh Roman Reigns. Nope. So Including the guy I'm looking at on my television right now. That's what's going to Royal Rumble. Ooh, so is it? This is, is an incredible match. Is it? Co- what match is it again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm watching Royal Rumble '98. You remember the singles match for the Intercontinental oh, that's my title? Favorite. Yeah, yeah, of course. So- <laughs> yeah, The Rock. Okay, so so who? The, the, you oh, got man. The Rock. The Rock is back. What the heck? What did The Rock mm-hmm. decide? That's, that's his yep. way to get to to the Tribal Chief. I mean, would you pop? If the Rock shows up at the, at the Royal Rumble, you think people are not going to consider him the automatic favorite? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he, he, um, you bring him in as a surprise. That, that's what I'm saying, though. Think about yeah. it. So we have think about it. It's let's let's fast forward a week. Excuse me, hit the mic. 
let's fast forward a week. We skip a week. Roy Rumble preview show. Mm-hmm. We all pick people. I say CM Punk. Ronnie says Cody Rhodes. Uh, the guy says Drew McIntyre. And Brother Hugh says, um, um yeah, Nick <laughs> Nimmer. Right. He says Kane. He says Randy Orton. Right. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. we fought, we all picked four different individuals to win the Rumble. We, we, and when we stated our cases, we made it clear. And then all of a sudden, The Rock comes out. Now, what does that do to our picks? It's because how does he not become the automatic favorite going into the Rumble? Even if we've already picked guys individually and we have our reasons as to why we chose them. Who the heck wins the Royal Rumble this year? Bro, brother guy, talk to the people. Who does who wins the Royal Rumble? I'm putting everybody in the spot. We gotta figure this out. Some, it can't be everybody. <laughs> what do you say, Brian H? I said I'm putting put me down for the rock. I'm going all in. Okay. Brian H is going all in with the rock. Brother Hugh, who are you going all in with? Who wins the Royal Rumble this year? I hate to say it, but I feel like everybody wants CM Punk to win. Who about you? What do you, who do you want to win? Me? Yes. Oh, <laughs> um, see, I told you we got to get to the bottom of this. Hey, yeah, you're right. It's too much going on. But let's say, right, um, hold on, hold it, hold that. Yeah, thought. yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, brother, go ahead. guy, who wins the Royal Rumble? Who I made it his WrestleMania? It. That's CM Punk. Okay. Your favorite wrestler. That's cool. That's cool because it's mm. going to lead you to the controversy of how does Cody finish the story and who does he choose? That's mm-hmm. more TV worthy out of everybody minus The Rock. Think about it. Him bouncing back on SmackDown. Him going to Raw. You know how they used to do back in the day? They didn't mm-hmm. automatically announce it. They showed sure. up on every show. I mean, I think that if we weren't in a position like we were now, I would honestly say you go with an NXT wrestler because mm-hmm. that would be the biggest way to push somebody like, and I'm just giving like the hottest people right now, a broad breaker, Carmelo Hayes, like, sure. you know, somebody, but because we have all of this superstar power, not to say they're not superstars, but it's gotta be, right. they not even mentioned it. It's for the NXT and they can pick that this year. You know, they like, they didn't put it in our face. It's going to be the world title order. Universal, so I would have to say it's going to be Punk because he's going to be the most newsworthy to say what title he's going to pick, and he's probably not mm-hmm. going to pick till after Elimination Chamber. Brother Hugh, who's who's going to win the Royal Rumble this year? I, hey, I already said Punk is going to win. That's the nope. that's the only okay. choice I can think of overall. Okay. So, um, so, so you guys yeah. not giving Cody Rhodes a chance? No, nah, I, I mean, mean he does it at Chamber. I think he does it at the Chamber. So you think it's going to come afterwards? Because think about it. He keeps parading about he has pull. He was showing up on smack. He's planted this dusk in our head that Cody can do whatever he wants. And he's going to mm. figure out a way to get back to SmackDown. And I hate to say it. Him and Nick Aldis got history that Triple H ain't going to not let us remember. Yeah, mm. you know it. And you know what I'm talking about. Who did Nick Aldis lose that title to? And then he gave it back to him. You know, I respect you. I understand everything that you did. We got a rich history. So everybody can go back and look and say, oh, wait a minute. What do you see talking about? Triple H ain't going to play. He's not going to play wrestling fans like they're stupid. He's going to play that into the storyline. So so he's not going to. What if Brock Lesnar comes back? What does that factor in anything? Brock Lesnar has to stare down and eliminates all the people that you know aren't going to win so he can look like a monster and kill Kane record for the most elimination. Guta comes in, chops him out of the ring, 
that's and it. that's him in Guther match. I think they that's Roman Reigns, right isn't it? Uh, yeah, is it Romans? It's Romans. It's Romans. Oh, it's Romans. The most Romans. Romans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Roman has. Oh, yeah, he did break Kane's. Yeah, yeah but we didn't like him. But yeah, they yeah, started that storyline a year or two ago. That was that. That was big that's, dog with the blue vest. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they line them up. <laughs> was but that you, the year AJ came? Nah, yeah, yes, I was it that it, year? Yeah. I thought was it was that year. year. No, no, it was the year before no. he before when yeah. Blue oh, was before. Okay. Yeah, I oh, think that's the year we wanted Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yeah, we we knew it was gonna be Daniel Bryan at number thirty, and Ray Ray got booed. Yeah, that's when Ray left. You got to send him home then. Yeah. Better than we wouldn't have got Dominic. So. But did you know Dominic was in Lucha Underground? I don't remember him there. I, saw I don't either. He was, and they showed a clip. He was in Lucha Underground. And he was, of course, helping his father. He was just okay. helping his father. He didn't. I don't think he wrestled because the clip I saw, he was um, helping him against Johnny, Impact, Nitro, Wrestling, Mundo, wow. Superstar. His... Yeah, whatever I mean, you want to call him. Trash can. Wow. That was your yeah, guy. I, he, I know. That's the, you're the reason. I have not forgiven him for that. He Listen made me. Look you like said him. I'm the reason. He should be the reason. <laughs> <laughs> he is. But th- that's the point. He's the he's. I, look, y'all say the Marty Jannetty of a tag team. I say the Johnny Mundo of a tag team. Ooh, ouch! Oh, ouch! That hurt. I yeah, mean, yeah, look at the Miz. Stung a little bit. That was all disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. I kind of got those vibes. <laughs> but um, look, Marty's fault. He couldn't get out of his own way. But he was at least yeah. If Marty was nah, Johnny Town. I ain't gonna say take that from him. But no, <laughs> Marty Jannetty just couldn't get out of his own way. Yo, what if it's Drew versus Gunther? I mean, Drew versus Brock in a grudge match. Oh my god, Brock never got I his win back. I think I kind of want to see that more than I want to see him versus Gunther. Now that you said that, see, I think like, I want to see that more. <laughs> I think I'm, I want to see that cruising. more. He did. I'm not cruising. <laughs> Drew, Drew McIntyre, and I'm not excusing Cody Rhodes just yet, is because. Dang, I want to see that now. Thanks, bro. Wait, did you say what Drew. I think you just said? Drew what was, versus what Cody. You say who? Drew versus Cody. No, he was just saying that name. No, what I said, I'm like, I'm not like people are even, like just assuming that Cody didn't have a chance because of well, he he won, oh. and he lost, it didn't work out. No one wants to see this that, again. That's and, the match. And, I want to see. And, and people are saying like, "Oh, well, Drew's not going to win because he had his chance. It's not his fault." But pandemic, he had to carry. He had to carry the burden. You know, he still mm-hmm. wants his opportunity to have a legitimate run. It's like, well, he might not get it now. You know what I mean? So, but I'm not excusing mm-hmm. them. Like, I still think I'm still expecting Cody to find a way to win this thing. But honestly, I honestly, it's 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 tough to say. And, Who does I, your pick? I'm, no, you got to pick. Nope, you want to put us on the spot. No, Who do you let, pick? let me tell you why I got to make my decision. This this is what I'm struggling with, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I'm not so sure that CM Punk comes back in there because, like, why would you just have a veteran come back and just win in Hogan's spot? Like, when you usually use the Rumble as a way to either further a story along or create a new star, right? Or put somebody in that conversation of, hey, this person is up next. This person has earned it. We saw Gunta, um, you know, kind of survive as long as he did, you know, and, and he still got tossed over, but he became a star in that match simply because of what he did. You know what I mean? Like Triple H does these things in the room, but he's the first one. Like, yo, we're not just going to put on a yeah, show. Sure. We're going to let these things further these conversations as they go forward. So I'm saying to myself, at what point do we see that same thing this year? And where? In what direction do we use to go there? Is this trip? Think about it. If CM Punk doesn't come back to WWE, who are we saying wins the Royal Rumble at this point? It's Cody. Mm. See, yeah, that's Cody. what I'm saying. Like you know, yeah. it's, it's it's tough to say. Like so, now, Punk didn't come back. back. You say who? If he didn't come back, who wins? 
Yeah, like like if, if CM Punk doesn't, yeah. they say that Punk, we're not gonna go in this direction. We appreciate you. Maybe we'll do some video stuff with you later, but we don't want to bring you back full time right now. Well, let's let's revisit this maybe in a year or two or in a couple of months. Who mm. who are we sitting there having this conversation about now? Because like you said, brother, he well, you said brother Brad, he said, Well, CM Punk is kind of the obvious choice, which he is, but it's like, well, you know, he's an older guy, he's not a younger talent. You know, everybody has stories to finish. Even Shinsuke Nakamura yeah. came in the mix and said, "I like I, mm-hmm. I, I have a story to finish too, bro. Like I, I went to Royal Rumble and lost to WrestleMania too. You think I'm gonna sit back and wait my turn? Shinsuke Nakamura has already made it very clear. I'm not done with you yet, Cody. I'm be done with you when I need to be, but I'm gonna focus my energy on the Royal Rumble. I'm like, bro, here we go again, yo. Somebody else. They keep pushing mm-hmm. these promos about Cody winning back to backs." But they could be selling us, brother. They could just be trying to throw us off I the know. scent because that's what Triple H and Shawn Michaels like to do. It's like I don't, I don't know what to trust anymore. I don't know if I'm supposed to it's trust exactly. it. Exactly, exactly. Like, it could be really simple, but now I'm second guessing because first of all, ever <laughs> since the fiend, God rest Bray Wyatt's soul. Like I'm, I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gives us, he gives us what he want, what, what what we want, but at the same time, he he uh he makes you think, he keeps you on your toes about it. You have so many different options in this, in this, you know what I mean, in these storylines. And I think that's the good part about it is that we, it's not as simple. And it keeps us having these conversations all the way up into the rumble. So now we're, our eyes are going to be glued, you know, for, for mm-hmm. you guys that will be in the building. You get Your, your focus, is, your attention is going to be on that ring, yeah, on that yeah, titron, yeah. you know, when, the, when that music hits from, from, from 1 to 30. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's, it's tough. I'm going to go ahead and say. Let's celebrate 40 years. Biggie about yeah. I'm going to say <laughs> that I do think probably I think Gunta wins the Royal Rumble. I don't and think Sam Punk against WrestleMania this year, to be honest with you. Wait, what? You don't think what? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a swerve. You don't think CM Punk? Okay. Main events WrestleMania this year, nope. Mm. I don't know, man. Or maybe sometimes I, I don't know, man. It does. It doesn't make sense, but it doesn't make sense just to ju- think about it. They say mania, mania, e- mania event plans are usually made almost six months to a year in advance, usually, right? Mm-hmm. Things can change, obviously. CM Punk just got there, so you mean to tell me they were banking on him the entire time? That means they would have to change the entire strategy and, and push it, whoever whoever it is they were working yeah, towards. Sure. Gunter was yeah. up next. Like that's make like we know that. Like it was they've been grooming him. Right, but you gotta now, go with the money. That's the thing about WrestleMania 35. You think that that main event wasn't? I, 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 no, I can see the women's main event being set for Charlotte versus Ronda. Becky gets hurt. Now you gotta do Charlotte and Ronda Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Becky cut, catches fire, but you promise Charlotte a spot in the main event. You want her in there so you don't have to worry about Becky and Ronda. You know, you need. And it's Charlotte Flair. So now you just pivoted. But then again, who, like, if you go back to the men, the WWE Championship picture, right? Who is Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan going to face? You right. know, at the, at the after the Elimination Chamber. He won the Elimination Chamber, but Cody, Kofi went over. So right. now it got pivoted. Nobody, And that happened on the episode of SmackDown when he had a showdown with AJ Styles. So I do think. No, it started with the gauntlet. Remember the gauntlet. That's what I mean, the gauntlet, like, man. Yeah. It started, yeah. but then the elimination chamber made him change the main event. Like it got to be Kofi yeah. now. That's the little body, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the gauntlet when, when you got hurt. When you saw him look in Kofi, uh, Kofi 
when he got in the ring with uh, AJ Styles, he said, "No, nah, this is my time." I, I'm like, I remember thinking, like, "Oh my gosh, I'm invested now." I, I, Kofi was Kofi, you know. Thank you, sure. appreciate yeah. you. So I mean, no, 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 I remember at the Elimination Chamber saying, "Kofi about to win this belt." No, yeah, this he 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 was the favorite. Like we were watching it, like yeah, I was like, like, he great win this. And we remember they got on top of the cage. I said, "Oh, Kofi, by the Daniel is doing this for Kofi." And then I was like, "Yeah, it it felt like it. It felt like it. I just I I just felt like deep down inside, I was like, oh, this they you got that that WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. It's a thirty five. It's a okay. Now we have an opportunity to give somebody a championship who's never been champion." At WrestleMania, because now, yes, yeah, they so far and few between. Like when Cody does it, he'll probably he'll be the next one in a long time, probably since then. True. Um, you know, as far as the men are concerned. So, well, like, I, Drew McIntyre. I'm sorry, I forgot about Drew. Uh, but it, Drew didn't hit the same way Kofi did, though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, you know it, Drew was yeah, a good definitely. feeling, but Kofi was yeah. a. Oh, we, you know, yeah, like we that was that was for the culture. That was different, <laughs> and, and and it proves to what you guys are saying is that, and and this this is what makes me like, I'm 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 leaning towards CM Punk right now, is because mm-hmm. they have changed plans going into WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They have, like I said, we saw what happened with Kofi. We saw what happened with Daniel Bryan. You know, you got to go with the hot hand, and I'm just like, man, I think CM Punk finishing his story has more money than. Cody's and plus Cody probably I feel like Cody still has more stories to tell. Thank you. you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. like Dusty went three years. You know what I mean? He 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 refused mm-hmm. to he refused to win against Rick Flair and the Four Horsemen because it made them feel like Dusty's never going to win. So when he finally did beat him, it was ridiculous. And he never had a title yeah. ring longer than hundred days. Probably longer yeah. than eighty. I think I was looking it up earlier. He never had like a title ring. Wasn't I think it was like mm-hmm. he. He got real close to 90, I think. It was like, yeah. Oh. You know, back in them days, they could have won it on Tuesday, but they didn't recognize it until Friday or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they won it on you know, Saturday, they don't recognize it until the Friday night show. Exactly. So, man, you, 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 and again, like I said the same thing, Cody, Cody got more stories to tell. WrestleMania 41 is not yeah. booked yet. Book that bad shoot. boy in Atlanta. Ah, oh, shoot. God dang it. It's in Atlanta? No, they need to. No. They haven't. They they oh, gotta okay. go yeah. back. No, but they don't they make the announcement at the like at the WrestleMania press conference. Right after yeah. it, it depends on the year yeah. because okay. if you remember the year the Ravens played the Bills, I want to say that's 2020. Um yeah, 2020, they announced the next three when they mm-hmm. said we got you in uh it was no, it was 2021. They said we're gonna do we're gonna redo Tampa. We got then Hollywood, then um no, Dallas, then Hollywood. Then the yeah, SummerSlam yeah. weekend 2022, they told us it would be in Philadelphia. Now, right. um, they still haven't announced it yet. Um, I heard Minnesota Too cold. is the rumored place. Yeah. Um, but you know, they got that beautiful stadium. They got a brand new gift. So yeah. But I'm like, yo, you Atlanta was so bad. You gotta redo it. You redid Dallas for a reason. Sure. Atlanta yep. right there. Put it and let Cody win it there. But Minnesota wow. be cool too. Minnesota be cool too if he went it there. But Cody, he don't need to win it this year. I know forty, but let Punk have that moment. Cody can have more stories to tell. Give me Rock Roman. Wow, no, this you, you this think is... Punk is gonna last that long. 
What do you mean? Like, last if, he doesn't, if, if, if he doesn't, if he doesn't make it to WrestleMania and main event it, and you know, go through that whole spill, how long does he really last? Well, as far as being as relevant, far as like what? Just being, being relevant. relevant. Being I, relevant. Think I think he's a WWE player. machine. Yeah, yeah he like, got the it WWE doesn't matter machine. what he does because not working look, with look, look at the exchange with him and Drew. Like, like that's a main event feud already. Like as Brian mm-hmm. said, you don't need the belt for that one. You know, <laughs> you guys that had two guys that have history. It's like that mm-hmm. can main event any show. Yeah. But I think yeah. that's the problem with Punk. You have so many matchups, but at what point do you get some? Oh, sorry. <laughs> huh? I, no, I, was, I was looking at the comments. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I was going to say, I don't I care mean, if the uh, match is terrible or not. I want the moment. What was you, what was you saying, Brandon? <laughs> no, I was saying, but that's the problem with Punk. You have mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. potential lineups. But are they going to deliver? That's we don't, yeah. we don't know. You know what I mean? Because let's be let's we call it what it is, right? His hottest stuff has been on the mic. Yeah. Talk about Seth the Rollins, yeah, Seth Rollins is hot on the mic, and then he backs it up in the ring. Drew can be hot yeah. on the mic and back it up in the ring. Like who knew that we wanted to see Shinsuke and Seth that many times? And each time felt good. It was like okay, all right, it's something different. One of the best last man standing matches I've ever seen. But mm-hmm. you, you get what I'm saying? So when it comes yeah. to punk, like uh you said, if he don't do it this year, have we heard anything happen? bad about the matches with Dom though? No, because I think the was, was coming back. You know, he's working but with feel, the young talent. So usually when he works with young talent, he's in control of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel right. like if they were stinkers, right. we would have heard about it. So I, I don't think, think it's uh, I don't think that's the problem though. You know what I mean? On a main scale, you put him and Seth, right? Mm-hmm. You know Seth gonna have a good match. Him and Drew gonna make sure it's a great match. Sami Zayn gonna have a good match. Well, they might even tag together. You get what I'm saying? Whatever. You can put them in a multi-man match. You can only hide them, but for so long, because that's it's not gonna be the AEW problem where Darby had to carry him. It's gonna be, oh shoot, this is not Punk. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, the fans, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't want him to turn because he's so. It's so interesting right now, and we're glamoring for all these matches because if you insert CM Punk with anybody on the Raw roster, it has that potential. He's going to carry you with the mic. You're going to want to get there, but then when the bell rings, what's going to happen? Think about it like this, though. They changed the plans for WrestleMania 8 for a reason. Mm-hmm. That yeah. main event, they yeah. did yeah. You should have delivered the main event. And, and Hogan versus Flair. And to mm-hmm. Brandage's point, when they had that match at WCW, it was flat. Like it, it, it was cool for the live audience, but it wasn't. It didn't suffice what people thought it was supposed. It was supposed to be generational talents of this era that had this mega, this mega clash, and it didn't. It didn't deliver. Like it was. It was WCW was was a bash at the beach. I think it was. Like, yeah. And it didn't. It did not deliver. Like I'm sorry. Like nobody goes mean? back and talks about that match. What you mean? That's what I'm saying. Strike now. Like you got, I want to say like you got to strike before CM Punk isn't CM Punk. Like look at Adam Copeland, he should have sat down and yeah, knocked him. Yeah, I was sick of Adam. That's huh? Remember, yeah. it was okay. It was cool when he first came back. And was it you, Brian, or um, you, Dwayne, that said if he had stayed gone and then came back to AEW, it would be different. You get what I'm Dwayne's saying? Like it's a different. 
Yeah, I, like yeah, for because, him to turn into WWE if he would have went to AEW when he returned. Yeah, because that was that was his original plan. And he said, literally said, but I called the WWE. He said, look, man, you guys can give me a shot. I'm coming to you first. But he he that's when I knew he was going to AEW because I was like, I remember him saying in this little interview, in the little pay per view, like, no, I reached out to AEW first. Like they were they're the ones that offered me an opportunity to get back in the ring first. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, well, if they're gonna do it and they're gonna clear me, let me give WWE first crack at it first, you know, if I you know, and it happens so that they, they were able to do so. I just I feel I I don't know I understand what y'all say I I don't think the punk I just think that the the players the the players that be will make sure they not gonna go out there and put on a bad match I feel like they got better producers in WWE mm-hmm. so I feel like we'll get a good match regardless. Bro, this is exhausting. I don't think <laughs> this. We not sure we came to an answer. So we had three people that said punk and Brian. Who who did you say? You said I'm going with the Rock. The Surprise. Rock, He's, like I said, once again, that's that's the next factor because we still got this whole Rock Roman thing that you we don't, it's really not clearly right? defined. You said what? You seen the Rock's Instagram uh, subliminal messages? I have. Not in. to mention, speaking of subliminal messages, and Brandon, you love this. We watched Young Rock, and mm-hmm. at the time that Universal mm-hmm. Championship was sitting in her room, like, oh, this is all my Rock memorabilia stuff. And everybody's like, oh, no, yep. that's not what that means. I'm like, okay, so why the heck would she have that Universal Championship in her in her room as a part of her collection when she was celebrating all rock stuff? The stuff that wasn't in there wasn't wrestling-related. So why do you have a Universal That was the title that Roman Reigns was holding at that time. And, and earlier in that, yep. in that season, we had him introduce his cousin Joe for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. Outside of, once again, the island of relevance. And he said, oh, that's my cousin Joe. And they literally hey, gave Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? Man, then, never watched wrestling then. as a family except that scene. Come on now. And what was exactly what was the line? Acknowledge me. He's like, he's like, Joe, stop. He's like, he's like, no, come on, do we wrestle me? He said, Man, that's that match is a match that only deserves to be had at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Random. And I was like, hmm, this is what we're doing, Rock. I don't trust mm-hmm. you. I don't trust Triple H. I don't trust anybody that comes from the business. He's he's from the business. So it's like, man, The Rock is not a content. This is crazy. We're going to continue to have this conversation moving forward. We got to get ready to get out of here. But um, wow, this is amazing. I, I don't think we're any closer to the answer than we were <laughs> when we started. Like, we have ideas, but it's just like, man, I'm just as confused. Like, brother, you look you look exhausted like me, bro. Like, I don't. Man, it's, man, it, yeah. There's too many stories yeah. to still tell. I'm just going to sit back like a proud wrestling fan that I am. There you go, brother. T-shirt in the back there. Right there. You know what I mean? Nice, and, and nice just enjoy it. That's and it. that's and that's yeah, I was kind of wood. about to put on mine, but it was cold. I had to put on my wrestling round hoodie. Wrestling I don't blame you. I need to get one. Like I need to get one. a new one. Yeah. Yeah. So is amazing. Yeah, you. I know. I was I said uh, and we got free royal hoodie. farms. We got extra chicken from Royal Farms. Yeah, that is true. Good. I heard that. Yeah. But uh delicious chicken, as brother guy would say. Follow us on all social media platforms. At we didn't Rome, say the women. We didn't say the women. Say what? We did. We, we did. Like, like, we, like I said, we 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 came to a conclusion about Bailey, and we came to a conclusion about Rhea. So next week, <laughs> when we do the preview show, we can kind of go into detail about that. That they can have their own their own whole section because that that's a whole nother the way Triple H does the role now. That's a whole different conversation in and in and out of itself that deserves like its own space because. uh I'm not gonna get it to him. Save it for next week. So he almost he almost <laughs> got me. I'm not gonna be pulled into it. 
Because you're going to be definitely, too excited like about said, Championship I'll... Culture next week. Yeah, Championship Culture debuts. That's right. Episode one. This is going to be an interesting one. There's a lot coming up in case you guys are not picking up what we're putting down. But definitely mm-hmm. follow us on all social media platforms at Wrestling Rum at uh, Championship Culture 2023. Is that still the handle we're doing? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, Championship That's Culture right now, yeah. uh, 2023 on Instagram, correct? Is that just Instagram? Just Instagram right now. Okay, just Instagram. So definitely you want to catch up and stay up to date with everything Championship Culture. Debuts next week, season two. Uh, we have a lot going on. Congratulations to Brideys once again on uh, Wednesdays Worldwide uh, on the Ringer, the wrestling show. Uh, celebrating the one year anniversary. There it is, right oh, there. What? I can't do it like Cal, <laughs> but one time, oh. a good time. You see how long it took for me to get a nice graphic like you've been doing on the show? No, I that's actually that tough. I, like the crazy part is, I didn't know what that graphic was, so I was like, "Oh shoot, that's what I was looking for." I was about to say, I don't think we have nothing <laughs> up right now, but there it is. But now we can put. Dolph Ziggler got two or two weeks. Dolph so, got yeah. two. Yeah. Championship culture, twenty twenty three on Instagram. Uh, youtube.com slash the rusting rum championship culture playlist man as season two is starting and I, like i said this this is going to be a wild ride i'm happy to be a part of it but um like i said ladies and gentlemen join us <coughs> excuse me sorry join us next week as we uh we get into uh we'll be close to our preview show like it's 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 mm-hmm. it's, it's it's right there in front of us we will have official world rumble preview show and we will break down the card so far the winners, the losers, what we have going on, and uh, whatever else goes on in the world of professional wrestling um, during that week. Like I said, we'll be here next week, same time, same place. Please come back and join us. Shout out to everybody that joined us in the chat. We got to get out of here. We appreciate you all. We'll see you next week. We out of here. We gone. Peace. Peace. <laughs>